6-3. Like I said, Bobby Delongo, better sign that uh, deal right now before they change their minds. He's like Eddie the Beagle. He's a human sieve. Hello. Wilson Pickett is still dead, by the way. I know. We're going to keep him alive. Bobby's not even warm yet. Wilson Pickett sure, was pretty good. He sure could pick it, couldn't he? He sure could. Yeah, and chew it. I like the time that he uh, drove up on his neighbor's lawn and threatened to kill them. Well, that's a good <laughs> idea. Good enough for uh, Andre Dawson, the hawk, when his neighbor started bitching about his satellite dish, and he said, hey, man, there you go. There's another one for you. I remember that one. Remember that? Remember Bernie Getz? He said, hey, there's another one for you. That Punk. was a subway. That's what I just said. Not on somebody's lawn. No, on a subway. So what yeah. difference does it make? How about enforced lawn? <laughs> How about that? That'd be a good place for some of these bastards. I know that place. Get rid of the surplus population. I, I drive past Forest Lawn on my way from West Hollywood to Santa Anita. Yeah. You have to pass Forest Lawn to get there. Hopefully it's not an omen of what's going to happen to you when you get to Santa Anita. You know something? You're right. I, I've taken that same uh, trip. Yep. It's Santa Anita. Nothing could be neater than to uh, say hi to the tweeter. Well, listen, Clarence, I thought, was way out of line this morning. Came in and bop, bop, bop for half an hour about that horrible book yesterday. Yeah. And I tried to tell him that, you know, we had the hurricane going on for weeks and nobody was getting any mail. Nobody was sending out any mail. They probably got about 15 diaries. Nobody that speaks English got any of them. And he's trying to blame Ira for it. <laughs> that's what he told me. He said, yeah, he's Ira on a half hour a week. I would say he that's He said, Ira influence. killed the humper in the morning. That's what yeah. he told me. He said, he killed your number. I said, what are you picking on poor Ira, you anti-semantic idiot? Exactly. Even though he's a little squeaky, but... Well, a half hour a week unless they win a game or something, you know. Unless Shaq has another hangnail. Shaq! Anyway, if I, if, uh, I was them, I wouldn't even pay for this book. I'd say, uh, when in doubt, throw it out. Like in New Orleans, they threw the uh, Nielsen's out the, the, in the sweeps because they're... Who had television? Who was, who was getting mail? Yeah, that's right. My God. Seriously, you know what the key to this book is to show you how stupid it is? Forget about Waxy. Forget about anything. Take a look at WSUA. Have you ever heard of Radio Suave? No. It's one of those 50 marginal Spanish-language music stations that nobody listens to. They usually do like about a 1, a, a uh, oh. point 0.8, point 0.9. And they just went through the roof. They got like a 2.8, a 4.1. They got real numbers there. So did the urban stations. Well, that's what I'm, no, but those those are stations that ordinarily do okay, but they did fantastic because it was all a strictly uh, ethnic book. Yeah, ethnics and uh, you know, and probably a few wired diaries from some diehard dolphin fans. I don't know. You thought the dolphins probably had a little bit to do with it? Yeah, well, I'm sure that, they especially once they started winning. They didn't lose a game in December. Their December swoon, the fact that they won six in a row, a lot of the bandwagon, the jumping front running phones I mean, were on And of course, deal. keep in mind the fact that Mad Dog worked about two shows in the month of December didn't exactly help us either. You know. Some of, those, say, good, some of those really deal. good deals that Greg made really did the job. By the way, Greg is uh, hanging around the building giving everybody advice now. That's good. It's like That's right. He's Dumpty. the consultant. It's like Humpty Dumpty, you know, and the egg breaks into a zillion pieces, and he's running around uh, consulting how to put it back together again. Little uh, LePage's glue and Band-Aid and, uh, you know, just tape it all up. No problem, Greg. I'll, I'll give you a couple of winners. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Rose. I beg your pardon? Pittsburgh. Oh, you're talking football again now. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I sure hope so, man. And I like Seattle. We love the Steelers. Although, like I said, Coward just about outcoached himself in that game. Yeah. Just really stupid. 
They're blitzing that idiot, and I hate Peyton Manning like poison because he just, I don't know, I get nervous watching him play. He just gives me spilkies. I get he nervous does. stomach. He does. I feel the every, same way. Every single play, he's like, oh, he's uh, you know, calling off uh, the signals. He, oh, I just get out of my face. I can't. I mean, you know, Brady does that a little bit, too, but not to the extent that uh, Manning does. Sandy you know what? You know why I like Pittsburgh? Because I think Denver, I look at the way Bailey, I mean, or Brady. Brady was killing Denver's defense last week. Speaking of Bailey, Jerry Bailey's retiring. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Nobody cares. Uh, but the way Brady was throwing the ball against the Denver defense until the yeah. interception on the goal line. Right. If that, you take away that interception, right. you're killing him with the passing game. I understand that. He had a, statistically, he had a very good game. but 341 you know, yards. That's right. But it's an unlike a Patriot game. They don't turn the ball over that many times in a playoff game or any game. And Brady doesn't throw interceptions in any playoff game. But he threw two. And that was, uh, you know, when you cough the ball up and you get those two bad calls, it's a combination uh, that spells defeat. I, I, don't, I don't feel that bad about it. They deserve to lose, you know. Mm-hmm. And they did lose. But Pittsburgh, I mean, seriously, I mean... Nobody's really talking about that, but it's like one desperation tackle away from a, one of the greatest travesties in the history of a football. Which would have been Cowher's fault. Right. Because, he, his shut, fault. because he shut it down right. in the second half. They only threw correct. the ball five times. The ball and he also, he also uh, stopped blitzing uh, and Sandy and Payton. And shut it down on both sides. Yeah. yeah. Sandy Payton, by the way, they hit her like poison over there. In Pittsburgh? No, yeah, in Pittsburgh and in the WIOD. Oh. You remember that place? I do, yeah. Yeah, you remember boy Geary? Those are the days, baby. Thanks. And you remember during Hurricane Andrew? Were you there during Andrew or not? Was That's that why there? I got fired. Why? Because at three weeks after the storm, he wanted <laughs> me to be doing Hurricane Andrew shows. Right. And I refused. What were you doing, Ira? Oh, Ira wasn't here yet. No. Probably Tom Jicka. No, I actually was uh, going to do a Sarney. show oh, with by the way, Elmore next Leonard. Time you see, next time you see Jim Sarney at the track, that tub of garbage. He doesn't go to the track. Well, uh, he ought to start. Then you can shove him off the edge of the rail, too, along with whoever else it was you were going to shove off. Oh, Jicka. Jicka. You, you realize that here it is Friday. Now, what was Moe's last show? Last Friday, right? Do, 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 do. He still hasn't figured it out. Nobody, you know that song, Send a Message to Marie, or whatever that song is? He still hasn't got the message. He also hasn't got the thing about the numbers. One thing about Little Berry, and boy, I can't say much for that tub of lard, but... One thing about him, at least he makes an effort. You know, he doesn't. And you notice how Joe Bell kind of intimidated that headline today. I don't think there's any question that Joe Bell speaking to Barry yesterday that he uh, he kind of turned that whole deal around. The headline says WQAM leading on the rise, 790 in ratings, <laughs> and this is written in such an unhead up their ass way, so uncharacteristic for Barry and that other station. Uh, I think somebody put the fear of God in him. They made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Probably threatened to take away his salami sandwiches. Old brown bagger. <laughs> you know, I'm a very jackass, Neil, and a lot of things you say about me are true. That's a true story, I swear. At Pearson Airport several years ago, I'm sitting there waiting for my plane, and there it comes this little tub of garbage waddles up to me. Oh, Neil, I'm Barry Jackson, and a lot of things you say about me are... That, that's the first thing he said. Not how you doing, uh, been here long, uh, how they hanging. A lot of things you say about me are true, and I said to him... You fair. And he said, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what an idiot. What a, what a sad case, you know. Oh, and, and you know, remember you were telling me about Joni Fleischman's column? Yeah. So I, I went online, and I read it. Not only did she have the age of everybody who she mentioned there, even the general manager of WTVJ, we needed to know his age. Yeah. What, what kind of a column is that, Joni, you idiot? You. Yeah, the only that? person whose age we didn't get was her. She just turned 96, that old bitch. Well, what an idiot. 
Wilson Pickett was 64. Yeah, he should live longer than Joni Fleischman. She should be in his box. God. We're going to make a swap. We're swapping out Wilson Pickett. At least he had probably had some good music left in him. He got yeah. nothing but uh, picking out old people. That would be that would be like my calling you old, you know, something like that, or Mo calling oh, do, do, somebody. Do, do, do. Well, we sure miss him, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> like when somebody cuts off a twenty-pound tumor. I've sure been, you him. know what? I I consider him a little bit like Santa Claus in a way. Really? Yeah. You know how? You know, Did Santa have Martians in his pants? No, but before you go to sleep on Christmas Eve, what do you yeah. do? You leave a little stocking full of candies for Santa in case he shows up. Yeah. Well, there's as much chance of Mo showing up here again as Santa Claus. So I leave a little slice of pizza for him in a stocking. Oh, for me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you got free pizza. Back off. No, I'm, I, that's not, somebody, I just got a fax. Oh. Oh, boy. I, I'm not going to get started here. It looks to me like somebody's trying to bait me into getting with a whole thing. I, oh, Lasseter, why did I get started? You know, I wish you all the best, Bob, but it, this is very sad. Oh, I'll, re, I'll save this for on here. Why, Let's what, see. Marlins playing visit now? to Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm sure you're on top of that. Nothing can be finer than playing baseball in Carolina in yep. the morning. I guess some, how about county guy, some guy up there wants to build them a stadium. Well, how about building it in Greensboro? Look how good they are. And you know something? they got a hell of a team, man. They're leading the league. What did I tell you about the Carolina Hurricanes? That's South Florida's problem, man. they got the wrong Hurricanes. they got that uh, college team, and then they got that uh, Wilma and uh, Katrina. they got the wrong Hurricanes. The good Hurricanes are in Carolina. Yeah. And Charlotte, where, like you said, there's at least ten Jews there. That's really something. Yeah, Charlotte's a great place. What did you think about NAS- Charlotte? NASCAR. Harry Golden, man. And when you said that, I just about fell off the chair. That was great. Only a couple of grumpy old Jews like us would uh, remember Harry Golden. He was good. He was funny. But whatever whatever happened to Sam Levinson and Harry Golden and Alexander King, all the Jewish humorists? You know, what happened to them? I guess they died. Sam Levinson died. Well, well Harry obviously. Golden died, too. And Alexander King. They're all dead. See well, they were old. The funny Jewish guys are all dead. Ed Wynn, he's dead. Milton Berle is dead. Yep. Huh? Jack Benny is dead. Yep. Jesus, Sid Caesar's still alive, but the last time I saw him on King, he looked like he was just hanging up by a thread. Imogene Coke, I bet you she's dead. Right, she's dead. I haven't seen her for a while. No, she's dead. Well, I'll bring her back for you if you want. That's okay. Like that time they brought Kate Smith out in a wheelchair. Like she was like, uh, weighed about four pounds, you know. Here's what used to be Kate Smith, and they slept her out on a wheelchair on the stage. Was, why do they have to do that? You know, here, here How'd was she this, do it? How'd she do what? Get the four pounds. She was pretty big. <laughs> she was unbalanced for life. Oh, okay. She, too much baba ganoush, I think, did her in. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what put her over the edge. What is he laughing about, that tub of garbage? Lose some weight, will you please? I'm working Stratford. on it, man. Troy Stratford's going to come in here and kick your fat, disgusting, Sa- smelly ass. Sack's good today, man. Chocolate well, good. Butter Are you right now, how much you lost now? We're supposed to be giving up, me... I took him up to six pounds. Six, seven six pounds. pounds. Yeah, you... well, Kate Smith wishes she could be up to six pounds. She might still be with us. Yeah, she went down to four. <laughs> yeah, when you get down to four, that's like Karen Carpenter territory. Oh, I like you know something? I was in such a good mood in spite of the book because we know that it was strictly a hurricane. It was a pile of crap. I mean, just look at Radio Suave in there, and you'll just pee in your pants when you see that. But this fact I just get, you know, I don't know what's worse, Clarence coming in there and picking on uh, Ira Winderman, Windbag, or this fact I just got from Daryl. Oh, God. Uh, well, listen, have a wonderful weekend. Don't lose too much tomorrow. I'm taking off for uh, a while. I'm not the. Uh, I'm going to be tomorrow. gambling with a vengeance not tomorrow. Not me. No, I'm saving up for next weekend for Niagara Falls. Yeah? I am telling you, and I'm serious, you would love... you. It's a little they, cold you know, up there for me right now. You know something? 
Sunny and 52 today here. I'll be going to Detroit. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. Sunny and 52. By the way, you got, you got some recommendations in Detroit? That's a part of your old stopping area, isn't it? Not that there's any such thing as global warming. Did I throw the log out? I'm, I'm so... <laughs> I, I okay. I threw the log out. I, I'm serious. Get with you the know, program, will you? I couldn't have thrown the log out because I never got a log. No wonder I'm uh, looking around. I have no log. Oh, I have. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, well, I used to have one. <laughs> That's part of the aging that moral, process. Man. Yeah, that yeah, I've got one. It's you. I and have then, no uh, log. It's you, Howard David, and then Mandage from Hooters. Well, you got it. We were talking about it. That's what I got. We that, were talking about what? And then the Curtis tonight no, I never, and I never got the log. The log never came over. I got this fax, but I never got the log. I'm, I'm on tonight from 7 to 10. I never got no well, log. Well, this thing is so wrong. I have no idea if I got a spot. I got no idea what's <laughs> going on. No spots the first hour. No we we also had no uh, stories on our website this morning because uh, Josh was too busy uh, getting a little action last night. No, it was not my fault. Thank Four, five, six times, you know? Put more people in the air at once. <laughs> you better, you better uh, you know, kind of measure it out, punk. Otherwise, you'll wind up with me like an old fart with no log. Can I go now? You can have a great day. And, uh, don't lose too much tomorrow. Like right. I said, now no, listen to me. Yeah, I, I'm listening. Listen. Well, I don't know what I got for a spot here anyway, so what difference does it make? I got no log. You would love Falls View. And the Beast would like it, too. You ought to take him up there. Uh, Every room in the casino overlooks Niagara Falls. You know where Beast and I are going next week? No, I don't want to answer. Like we're, going to, we're going to a casino in Detroit. Yeah. Week after next. Oh, in Detroit. For yeah. what? The we're Super going Bowl. up for Super Bowl. Oh, I see. And uh, right. some friends of mine own one of the casinos there. Yeah. So we'll be treated, you know... With Kid gloves. Like gold. Give me the wheel. Yeah, baby. well, just stay out of, just don't go on 12th Street. That's my best advice, okay? As someone who used to live in Detroit, just, just stay out of uh, the inner city. Okay. Which is anywhere south of, like, uh, Pontiac. <laughs> yeah. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. Bye. B-Y-E. <laughs> it's Friday, you bastard. And Clarence, quit picking on poor Ira Windbag, okay? Just because he's squeaky and blows away 90% of the audience. Shame on you, Clarence, you idiot. Every day the news is morning. We have a yellow light. Oh, my God. That must be. They have something to hide. That's how they manipulate it by. What's really Good so you can read the weather. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Like a cat, it's got a long tail. Did you did you actually read this uh, fax the that fact, you sent yeah, to me? Yeah, I read it. Oh. You know, I, I'm, assu- I'm assuming that that was written in, you know, whatever. In jest. Yeah. Only in the best of humor. I have two very close friends, males, presumably heterosexuals, who own cats. I don't get it either. Well, this person is obviously very heterosexual, the blobster, but that's uh, neither here nor there. 
And I'm grumpy. Oh, wait till I get to that. I'm, well, he's got reason to be grumpy. I don't want to start picking on him again. Just when I thought we healed up our old wounds. And, uh, you know, Daryl, you're a good guy, and you got me in touch with Blabo again, and we rekindled our uh, mediocre friendship. But, you know, just starting to be in an Oja provocateur, stirring the pot, and George would love some. This is Neil Rogers. This I'm getting my log. Were you drudge packing? New from the Gap, Gap for Kids and Baby Gap. It's the new and exciting Grandma Gap. The blouse I bought at Grandma Gap fit right over my tumor. I found a pair of trousers that fit right over my Depends, even after wearing them for the whole weekend. With my arthritis, I couldn't get out of this dress for over a month, but I didn't want to. It's so pretty. I was trapped in the dressing room for a week. Could you help me get out of this? Straight jacket. I've got rheumatism. Grandma Gap. I've fallen at a mall near you. And I can't get up. I'm dying over here. 20 after 10 at 560 WQAM. Happy Friday to you, January the 20th. It's already almost 1030. Before you know it, we'll be going home. Hey, look at this. I have a two-page fax about the uh, the Google story that you already have on there. Oh, thanks so much. The Google story that I read yesterday right, that, that uh, is on our website that we talked about. By the way, Josh Cordes wants to apologize for not having any stories on there earlier this morning. He did them last night before we uh, hopped in the sack with his Russian girlfriend. But I unfortunately, apologize. he forgot to uh, pop them up. And the stories, too. Very sad. But nevertheless, he's more worried. You know what, you know what happened to us? The reason we didn't have the log and we never had the chance to discuss these things? Because our program director, such as it is, Clarence, came in here and wasted 35 minutes of my time this morning. Bop, 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 beep, beep, beep. You know, uh, I ought to start charging for that, you know? Right. That, that's why. That, that was pathetic. What? Huh? No, that's the reason I never told you. Uh, guess what? The log, log never came through, and it did not. Okay. The first time it came through now, such as it is. I notice we got some spots on the log now, not a whole bunch. I'm wondering, what, what do we carry on this station from ABC Radio? What are those spots? Does anybody know? No. Sport, sporting News Radio is not part of ABC, is it? I don't know. What, what programming could we possibly carry from ABC? Must be that Peter Jennings show from the other, sports from the other side. So, Dare, I don't even know. Should, should I waste my time with this or not? With what? With this Lassiter oh, blog thing about I don't the know. Cats, what else you, know? you got? I mean, you could uh, put it aside for, uh, you know. What do you mean, what else do I got? Well, what kind yeah, of a comment I mean, is that? It's it's not that big a deal, so he likes cats. Yeah, but this business about a well-known grumpy old fart besmirching cats and cat owners, yada, yada, yada. Well, the line that really bugs me is, he says, as uh, having the distinct honor of having been adopted by not one but two felines, I can attest it is the cat who is man's best friend, not some slobbering dog who spends half his time trying to hump your leg. I hate to break the news to you, Blabo, but it's the cat that rubs up against your leg in a very eerie and very other way, like uh, spooky, you know what I'm saying? No argument, man. Oh, jeez. Cats have their own agenda. Just the, uh, you know, you know when you go to Vegas when the air is real dry and you touch things and that little uh, spark, you know, that uh, static electricity? Mm -hmm. Well, that's what you get with a cat. Oh, God. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. Here, kitty. And they give you like a dumb look and they put their tail up in the air and like uh, do whatever the hell they want to do. Oh, they're independent. No, they're not independent. They're stupid is what they are. They, just, they, they do their own thing. It's got nothing to do with you unless they're hungry. Listen, or cats are fine for old ladies. That, that's fine. 
If you I'm, have not, a farm, I'm not that old or that ladylike, although a little bit, but not that ladylike yet. You're fair. I'm getting there. A farm or a big piece of property. Anyway, Blabo goes about, I was shocked at yesterday's outburst from this individual, but when one considers his favorite pastime is watching men in short pants beat each other with sticks while skating, is it any wonder? Another shot at hockey, huh? Yeah, I watch, uh, I'm interested in watching men in short pants, but not necessarily hockey players. Anyway... He says the cat is the preferred pet of civilized, cultured human beings. The dog is preferred by ruffians and Neanderthals, and about that there was no doubt. So Daryl passes this along, just in case I missed it, which I hadn't gotten to that yet today. So, Oh, boy. What could uh, Blabo listen to between 10 and 2 online for free that uh, would be more entertaining and less aggravating? Come on, Blabo, get with it. Marlins plan to visit Charlotte, North Carolina. The Marlins, continuing to uh, explore relocation, will visit Char Charlotte, North Carolina in February or March, the Charlotte Observer says. Any interest? No. Does anybody care? No. I think most people are getting tired of uh, being threatened. All. We're leaving. We're leaving. Unless we get what we want, we're leaving. Bye. Bye-bye. See ya. Get out of here already. The report said the Mecklenburg, North Carolina County Commission has agreed to it, and they also said that we're going to play in that stadium for another only 15, 20 years at most, tops. Is that what they said, Josh? Yeah, maybe 25. 25, 30 years more, and then that's it. Then uh, we'll miss them after that. The report said the Mecklenburg, North Carolina County Commission has agreed to explore real estate lawyer Jerry Reese's proposal to build a retractable roof stadium as part of a $600 million to $700 million redevelopment featuring orifices and a residential element. The Marlins have visited Portland, Oregon, San Antonio, plan to visit Charlotte, Las Vegas, northern New Jersey, Norfolk, Virginia, and Monterey, Mexico. On Wednesday, Highly Mayor Julio Robaina said he'll meet with Marlins officials next week about the possibility of building a stadium in Hialeah, or maybe Sweetwater, or Ogis, or Tuag, or Opalaka. <laughs> yeah, or maybe uh, out there by the sawgrass in Plantation would be good. What do you say? Great, more power to him. Let's build a stadium right next to the uh, Macarena, sounds good. The, uh, whatever that bank, Bank America United Rental uh, Yenta Center. Let's build it right next to her. Let's just plop one in there. Now, Barry Jackass writes, and i got to say, Barry, Joe Bell has got your number, man. Wow. This, this article is, remember what I said yesterday? I said, mark this down and so on, what he's going to write today. And sure enough, he writes about the ratings, but in a very different way than he would if Joe Bell wouldn't have like, made him a, a death threat. Nice going, Joe. Seriously, he sent Luca Brazio over to a, a club with an iron club, iron pipe. Hey, Barry, you ever want to walk again? Well, listen, putts. This is what you're going to write, as opposed to the usual, I got my head way up the ticket's ass because, uh, you know, we have this, this incestuous relationship. And then, like I said, Sarney, he hasn't discovered that the, the, the earth isn't flat yet. And let me ask you this. It's only going to take nine years for this uh, thing they set up yesterday to get to Pluto. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. Aren't wait. you going to be counting every minute? Every second. And then what's it going to do once, once we get out there? It gets to Pluto. Uh, what a Mickey Mouse deal that is. Take some pictures, I imagine. wonder how many billion dollars we're wasting on that crap while people are starving to... Oh, we can't afford to rebuild the levees down there because there's too many chocolate people in New Orleans and we don't really give a crap about them. They don't for, uh, vote for us anyway. Right? Just like James right. Baker told Bush 1, well, we don't care about those Jews down there in Florida. They don't for, vote for us anyway. And you know what? He was right in Palm Beach. They vote for Pat Buchanan. <laughs> well, there you go. What comes around goes around. 26 past 10. Anybody that doesn't like dogs, I mean, what... Do you know anybody that doesn't love dogs? Let me think. God. Not right off the top of my head. No. I mean, dogs are bright, and they're, like, responsive, right. and they're good companions. By the way, they... they're just like people. They're good ones. They're bad ones. Right. That's, that's ones correct. Great. But cats. See, my first experience with a cat, I was a little kid in Rochester, maybe five years old. And I went down to the end of the street, and there was, like, a stray cat. And I kind of adopted the cat, or it adopted me. In fact, this cat used to show up at our 
door, and we made the bad mistake of putting a bowl of milk out a couple of times. Oh, yeah. That's a bad mistake. Yes, it is. Because then you'll never get rid of it. Well, I'm carrying the cat back to the house, this little kitty cat, and uh, it did a number right in my arms. Now, a dog would never do that, right? Well, a puppy, but otherwise not. No, a puppy would never poop in your arms. Get out of here. Uh, I'm talking about that number. Uno, dos, tres. He did a one or two and a three like a Lawrence Welk right in my arms. And from that moment forward, I just hated cats like poison. Did you ring it back? Now, how's your doggy box coming at the house, by the way? Your doggy little box? Oh, it runneth over. Man, I can't wait till you get those uh, golden retrievers. 27 <laughs> past 10, QAM. This is Neil Rogers. Oh, 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 oh. This is 560 QAM. Friday, you bastard. He's like one step away from Ira Winback, you know. And, of course, <laughs> Hey, Ira, Clarence hates you like poison, by the way, and blames you for the bad morning number. Don't I couldn't if I tried. You fairy. So honey, let's get married. Even though we're two guys. Don't go breaking my heart. and you are the best. Oh, David, I wear a tuxedo. Ooh, and I'll wear the dress. Them. Don't go breaking my heart. I won't go breaking your heart. Don't go breaking my heart. Do, 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 do. I won't go breaking 1032 your heart. at 560 WQAM. I'm not even going to waste my time with that dog and cat thing. I mean, you like whatever you like. You know, some people like vanilla right. ice cream. I like something a little more rough flavor to it. Anyway, you know, I'm, I'm thinking very seriously. I better talk to Joe Bell about getting us a real program director before we have no audience left at all. This this uh, character that we got in there who came in this morning for 35 minutes, but it ain't bad about your boss. Uh, he's a, he's a, a nitwit. You can't tell him anything. He's a hard ass. We need somebody who knows a little something more about broadcasting as opposed to just ball games and jock straps and taking showers with the boys. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's what we need. Let's get Duff back in here. Let's put the tie. In fact, Clarence mentioned that this morning. He would have to tie one on. Is that what he said? Or we sent him to Taiwan? Sports. Yeah. That's all he knows from. His stupid-ass ball games. And if you start talking about programming or anything radio-related, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, you already told me that. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about the Keens. Just a silly person. You know, I mean, you know, keep him on the payroll. We've already had a lot of those, uh, you know, hangers on. You ever have any hangers on? Just this morning. <laughs> oh, man. There's nothing like bouncing around. But anyway, <laughs> just trying to turn that baby loose. Yeah, let's turn Clarence loose. What do you say? Let's bring Duff back and put him in, uh, make him PD again like he used to be. Remember how well we used to do back in those days? Nope. We had somebody know who knew, knew about radio uh, as the PD as opposed to this little sports nerd. He just, uh, you know, don't come in there. If you don't want to listen to what I have to say, Clarence, don't come in there anymore and bug me, okay? You get on my nerves. You just uh, ruin my day. Thirty-five minutes. We get way behind in our usual agenda. We don't have no log. It, it like, throws the whole damn uh, light your life out of kilter. Speaking of kilts, Barry Jackass writes, and it's interesting they put the headline. Wait till you hear this. 
WQAM leading on the rise, 790 in ratings, on the rise in their Levi's. Yeah, you should live so long. You know what this reminds me of? Last April, remember they got that, a few wired diaries, 18 to 34 men. That's going to be our demographic. We got, you know, they got a couple of fluke uh, diaries in there right away. That's going to be their story. You ain't got no story because next month it'll be right back to oh, oh, point oh. same old crap. The October through December radio ratings, it's generally called the fall book, Barry. The uh, radio ratings are out this week, and while everything is a matter of perspective, here are two indisputable facts, writes the little pudgy one. One, though its ratings dropped, WQM still beats 790 the ticket overall and during all of the four- or five-hour measured day parts. What is that four? Oh, I see what he's saying. Two, acquiring Dolphins rights undoubtedly helped 790, whose audiences increased significantly, especially in mid to late afternoon. Incredible. That Daniel Labastia. By the way, he's Portuguese. He's not uh, Cuban at all. Okay. That's what I hear. Portuguese. Si. Portuguese. Si. In the key demographic group, men 2554 from Monday through Sunday, WQM was 10th in the market with a 3.4 share, and 790 was 19th with a 2.2. Well, I'd be embarrassed to be a sports station and have a 2.2, up from a 1.3 in a previous ratings book. Though WQM general manager Joe Bell and 790 didn't yet have hour-by-hour hour breakdowns to compare competing shows, Arbitron doesn't make them available to media reporters. Well, they're not out yet, you idiot. In the men's 25 to 54 demographic, WQM led 6 to 10 a.m. a 2.5 to a 2.4, uh-oh, a 5.0 to a 1.7 from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., and 3.7 to 3.1 from 3 to 7 p.m. It wasn't the strongest book we've ever had, but I'm pleased with our overall lineup, Bell said, noting sports listenership overall has increased in the market. 790 got some benefit from the Dolphins. It'll be interesting to see when the Dolphins are out of the equation, like right now. The ticket, which moved to a sports format in September 2004, acquired the Dolphins, hoping it would boost its overall audience. The Dolphins have something to do with it, but it's also a matter of being on the air 16 months and a product of our lineup, 790 GM John Wiener, Stu Gott said. Right, the same lineup that was getting oh, point oh. all the time and will continue doing now that the uh, Dolphins are long gone. How's that Dolphin playoff uh, game coming? So there's Barry Jackass's take. And like I said, Sarney in the Sun Sentinel, he doesn't know there were any ratings. He doesn't know that Moe has done his last show on his station. He doesn't know that the sun also rises and that it's a sunny and going to be 52 degrees in Toronto today. He doesn't know squat. All he knows from his ESPN's got this. He got four pages online of garbage. He's picking up right where Tom Jicka left off. Nothing about what's happening on the local sports scene. It's all, uh, you know, a bunch of cookie-cutter national crap that anybody could write. Five-year-old child could write that. A little kitty cat could read it. What them little uh, tabby cats. You know that the poll on the Sun Sentinel? Yeah. The one yesterday? 8,253 votes. Well, I keep rechecking it here so I can give you the up-to-the-minute numbers on it. Very important. It's in Broward, though, of course, which is Broward! the most liberal county by far in Florida. And it's not going to get on the ballot anyway, so it's kind of a moot point. But it's interesting to see a group strongly supported by Florida's Republican Party wants to vote a referendum this November on whether to ban gay marriages and same-sex civil unions in the state. Are you for or against the ban? 41.5% in favor of the ban, 53.4% against the ban, and 5.1% own cats out of 8,253 votes. How do you like that? All right. And aren't you shocked by that? Not really. I mean, it's an anonymous thing, a chance to express your intolerance and bigotry and paranoia. I mean, how does it affect anybody else? Does it affect... No. No. Who, who cares? Well, uh, this is going to uh, destroy traditional marriages. Yeah, 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 mama. Okay, speaking of polls, here's the one we did uh, yesterday. And, see, they're probably really confused now because the one that's on there right now with over 1,000 votes, and our goal is 1,000 during the show. Uh, that's today's uh, poll for the weekend. Now, can you imagine by Monday morning how many votes we can get on there? 2,000. How many thousand? About 30, man. 30,000 votes. 
Yeah, how come the Sun Sentinel's got 8,253 votes in their poll online, and we got like, uh, we're lucky to get 1,000? Huh? Huh? That's because we got nobody listening. Didn't you see the book? They're all listening to Radio Suave. They listen to old Julius La Rosa records. And by the way, he wasn't Cuban. Whose death in 2005 was saddest to you, was our poll yesterday. All the Americans who died needlessly in Iraq, 125. Didn't I tell you that would win? Yes. Didn't I say it? Absolutely. Johnny Carson just edged out Richard Pryor. 106 for here's Johnny and Richard Pryor, 103, who had prior commitments. I hate this poll, 73. None of the above, 70. Hunter S. Thompson, 46. Pope Paul John the Tooth, who was a lovely fashion plate on a uh, slab, 34. Was that the old slob on a slab? Luther Vandross got... About 30, man. He's still dead, by the way. And, and uh, we have to add, uh, what's his name, Wilson Pickett. We'll get to him in a minute. Anne Bancroft, 23. That's who I voted for. I loved Anne Bancroft. She was just so great. And married to Mel Brooks. I don't know why that has anything to do with it. It just, it just kind of adds a little something-something. You know what I mean? What do you mean? To the ambiance of her life. The fact that... Just like Gilda Radner was married to uh, Gene Wilder. Right. See what I'm saying? I don't know. It Rosa really Park, is. 16. Peter Jennings, 15. Who's still listening to those uh, Celine Dion records in hell. Nipsey Russell, 13. Don Nipsey Adams, 13. Russell. Who did more for TV? Don Adams or Nipsey Russell? Who did more for quiz shows? Who did more? From what we hear on those uh, bits, probably everybody did more. So it sounds like. Bob Denver, 11. Simon Wiesenthal, 11. Terry Schiavo, Cube. had 10. Eddie Guerrero, 9. Hank Stram had 8. Let's see. Oh, get out of here. Smokey and the Bandit, my ass. Go away. Silly people. Smokey and the Bandit. How about Boogie Nights? Did we put that on there? I don't see, know. We have the problem with this poll that we got on there right now. Uh, see, when Eric first put it on there, they were in alphabetical order, but as soon as you get one vote, then yeah, that's it. it's all, huh? So I'll leave it to you guys to, like, uh, figure it out. Uh -huh. how, do we, how do we, huh? There's about 8,000 different movies on there. Well, let me get back to this again. Hank Stram, eight. George Best, the uh, footballer, seven. James Doohan, six. Fat Rich, five. Paul Winchell, five. William Rehnquist, five. Old Billy Boy. John DeLorean, five. Pa Pat Morita, four. Frank, do you think he was doing something with Ralph Macchio? Probably. Frank Perdue, four. Eddie Albert, three. Sandra Dee, three. Johnny Cochran, two. Howard Morris, two. Howard Morris, man. He was from the uh, Louis Nye School. He was a uh, good guy. Funny. Tom Poston. Don Knotts. Didn't Don Knotts just croak? I don't know. I'll look it up. Get out of here. You don't know. I think Don no. Knotts just met Marvin Maker, man. I think they just went to that great harness track in the sky at Monticello. Pat McCormick won. One each for these. Michael Vail, Frank Gorshin, Ed McBain, Dick Weber, the bowler, who was no uh, Billy Golombieski. Uh, Bill Proxmire. He was, uh, who's the left-handed bowler from, uh, Marty, uh, Marty Perino from Syracuse. You know something? The fact that I remember something like that is very, it's very disturbing to me. William Lehman won. Barbara Algetti's won. Arthur Miller won. No votes for Louis Nye, the aforementioned one. Link Ray, Vincent Chiavelli, Sid Luft, Barbara Algetti's, Eddie Albert, Prince Rainier, Max Schmeling. How's Max? Is he still Schmeling? Bad. Schmeling great. And Don Knotts is still kicking. No oh boy. Not, uh, are, are you sure? Oh, that's right. He's but he's on the way out because they just had a big tribute to him, and he's so uh, he's like right on the edge. He's kind of like uh, Larry Hagman. Shirley Chisholm, none, none for Ossie Davis, Eugene McCarthy, Jack Anderson, the muckraking columnist who raked a lot of muck. Ralph Edwards, this is your life, Ralph. I have no life. Not anymore. Skitch Henderson, Hildegard, John Ray, Tyrone Davis, Prince, or is that Tyrone? Prince Rainier and Saul Bellow, a hell of a fellow, out of seven hundred and seventy-seven. None. That was what we had during the show. 
I, I hope we don't. No, we're getting the movie pool. That's going to really aggravate some cat lover out there. Why did he? Why did that guy? Why did Daryl send me that? You know, I mean, later in the day, I would have read that. I read Lassiter's stuff every day. Whatever he, he's rambling on about, which is fine. But why did he do that? Just, just like all the other talk show groupies out there, just trying to stir the crap. This is Neil Rogers. This is five sixty two a.m. Oh, what's the problem, officer? Deploy from the vehicle. If you're caught driving without a seatbelt, you will be removed from your car and shot. The police now have the authority to enforce seatbelt safety under the new Patriot Act 2. The new law is in effect now, so click it or be shot. Officers don't like doing this. They are only following orders. It's for your own protection in the never-ending fight against terrorism. Terrorist acts such as mouth noise, burping, and farting could be annoying to others. So under Patriot Act 2, eating will no longer be permitted in restaurants. Anyone eating outside the designated eating area will also be shot. It's the law. We like saying that. The law. The law. The law. The law. The law. It's the law. Twelve minutes before 11 at 560 WQM, we got Curtis Stevenson and Troy Stratford. What a tandem, man, two to four this afternoon. Why is Troy on air? Well, it's better than going out and calling and servicing those accounts. Mad Dog at Hooters in the Pines, four to seven. The B7 at 10 tonight, and that's really an act of desperation. Eddie Kaplan, 10 o'clock. No uh, Panther game, no Hurricane game, no, uh, no nothing. Just a, well, a schedule. So speaking of that, it's the law. Anybody who doesn't believe me when Tammy Faye says... The media is sick and needs help badly. So no long... I mean, no sooner than Osama Yamama's audio tape had been ballyhooed about yesterday than they start reporting very dutifully on the Certainly Not News Network and the, MS, the MSNBC. Uh, oh, well, the U.S. isn't going to raise the terror, the security threat level, the Homeland Department... Uh, I mean... I, I sat there on my couch yesterday watching that. I don't know whether to, to drop a gigantic load or uh, peel a banana. I just I can't believe it. Why? There's no election coming up. Oh, yeah, right. Man, oh, man, alive. Be afraid. Be very afraid. That's what they want to do, man. Every time there's an opportunity to get the people pee, oh, we go, safety, safety, safety. We've had no terror attacks since 9-11. I, I, I'm going to say it right out flat. I think the Bushes and Bin Ladens are in on it together. How do you like that? All right. As every day goes by, I become more and more convinced that this whole deal was hatched by the biggest crooks on the face of the world, the Bushes and the Bin Ladens. Business partners, birds of a feather, kill people together. You think it's just a coincidence we can't find Osama or any of those uh, other top henchmen? Although we do keep killing a lot of innocent civilians in the meantime, but nobody wants to talk too much about that. Well, they they just mentioned it kind of like as an afterthought. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was an accident, but uh, somebody got hurt. My bad. The U.S. has no plans to raise the security threat level because of a new tape of Osama Yamama saying Al-Qaeda's planning attacks. What a surprise, counterterrorism officials said yesterday. It's like they're talking to a bunch of kindergarten children. Oh, he's planning more attacks. No. Could have fooled me. The White House firmly rejected Bin Laden's suggestion of a negotiated truce. We don't negotiate with terrorists, Vice President Dick Cheney said in a TV interview. I think you have to destroy him. <laughs> he's all heart. Counter-terror officials said they see no specific or credible intelligence to it. You know where you have counter-terror officials? I give up. At the counter at Walmart. Counter-terror officials said they see no specific or credible intelligence to indicate an upcoming Al-Qaeda attack on the USA, nor have they noticed an uptick in terrorist communication chatter. <laughs> Don't you love that chatter? <laughs> 
although they can dramatically increase or decrease immediately before an attack. Increase, decrease, stay the same, or none of the, or all of these uh, All of these things. things. I don't know. They know a damn thing. All they know is they want to keep you really nervous, on edge. They want to keep your bag overflowing. And they seem to be doing a hell of a job. You know, when we get, when we get to this poll, you know how once in a while, because I don't want to, like, crane my neck and sit here trying to read off the uh, computer monitor, so I'll, like, right. print something out when we get a lot of votes. Six pages this took. Yeah. Now, this doesn't include the ones that are coming in here on your silly, I mean, these great facts. Yeah, I know. But before we get to this, another one of those boring polls, Wilson Pickett be dead. Now, you got that music or did the Humper take it home and steal it? Oh, no, I got it on the computer here. Let me uh, fire it up. Though. Soul legend saying hits in the midnight hour and Mustang Sally. God almighty. Good old Wilson. Could he pick it or what? I'm waiting. I don't hear nothing. Oh, I don't know Wilson Pickett. Wilson Pickett, the Alabama-born soul singer, brought a raw groove and growling energy to the 60s R&B music with hits such as In the Midnight Hour, Mustang Sally died Thursday. He was 64. I don't have either of those. I mean, once upon a time, we had great R&B artists. We had Motown, uh, if you didn't like the R&B stuff. We had, uh, and now we got hip-hop, rip, uh, you know, uh, uh, crap, so-called rap music, gangster rap. Maybe that ought to tell you a little bit about what's going on in uh, the U.S., eh? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member died at a hospital near his Reston, Virginia home. You know what he was doing there? Reston? That's it. After suffering a heart attack, according to a statement released by his personal manager, Margot Lewis, Chris Tuthill of the management company Talent Source said Pickett had been suffering from health problems for the last year. His career spanned four decades. And before slowing down in 2005, he continued. Isn't this amazing how he, like, uh, died on the day we were doing a poll about dead people? Although he didn't make the cut for uh, 2005. Oh, well, Mark him not... down for next year. Right. Uh, before, Unless we change the format. He had continued to perform, uh, earning a Grammy nomination for the 99 album It's Harder Now, which also received the three W.C. Handy Awards, the in-genre trophy for blues and soul recordings. Despite his longevity as a recording artist, his career was truly defined by his raspy, forceful delivery on a run of 60s R&B hits. Kind of raspy, like John Richburg, John R. on WLAC in Nashville. Bah, like that. Among them, Land of a Thousand Dances, Funky Broadway, and the telephonic 6345789. you remember that? Five seven eight. Yeah, that was. Was that kind of like Beachwood file four five seven eight nine by the Marvel? Right around the corner. I see. The singer was nicknamed the Wicked Picket for his gruff power, and no recording captured the intensity more famously than the revving '66 hit Mustang Sally, released by Atlantic Records. Ivory Joe Hunter was also on Atlantic Records, and so was Urethra. That song and In the Midnight Hour were touchstone hits for the 60s music fans, and they were revived memorably for a new generation by the 91 Alan Parker film The Commitments. And its hit soundtrack, the popular film's plot about a scruffy collective of young Irish musicians. I didn't know he was Irish. And their ill-fated attempt to meet and perform with their hero, Pickett. So there you go. Wilson Pickett is dead. Damn it. And uh, what's who else? Lou Rawls? Right. Had a whole bunch of good people now already this year. It's only the 20th of January. Sunny and 52 in Toronto today. There is no such thing as global warming. Keep that in mind. Now, here's a fax from us, somebody. Oh, Riley again. He got a good fax yesterday. So now, because I said something good, now he's out of control. Uh, a few movies for the list that he wants to add. Memento. How could we have left that off of there? Out of sight, out of mind. Right. Well, let's get it on there. I'm sure it's not on there. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is that on or not? It is now. Well, I mean, we don't want to have these on there twice. Yeah, that would be bad. We don't care. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I'm so tired of hearing it. I might have to watch that already. I am going to get American History X, though, this weekend. It, uh, you won't be disappointed, I don't think. Okay. All About Eve. Was that about Eve Arden, Armis Brooks, or was that about... The, who was in that All About Eve? Some great actress. I, I don't know. Well. It, it was a good movie. Black and white, though. Uh, Josh wouldn't like it anyway. 
Uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Oh, no. That's what Ray Nagin said. Life is like a bunch of chocolates. The Big Lebowski, which you told me absolutely blows. I didn't see it. So I didn't, I didn't tell you anything about it. It's not that bad. Oh, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I, when, when the best you can do is say it's not that bad. That, that's not what I consider. Too many good movies I haven't seen that is for one. It's nah, not that bad. Well, well you got to watch City of God this weekend. Mm, a few good men. <laughs> Tom Cruise and the Jack Nicholson. You can't handle the truth, Clarence. You simpleton. You fair. Oh, God, does he get on my nerves. Jesus, is he annoying. How come you didn't kick his ass out of there? He's my boss. Oh, when you stop saying that. <laughs> Jesus, you're, you're starting to be like a, a, a supplicant. I didn't well, know the two you had something going on there. Next thing, next thing you know, you're going to be saying, Those are boss. Yeah. Yeah. What's the other one? What's, what's the other one we got in here? It's in there, under Yazza. Oh, it's under Yazza? Arafart? Oh, this one. Yazza boss. <laughs> uh, thanks, by the way, for the memories, Mo. Oh, he sure left us a great legacy, didn't he? Not, not uh, anything, not a good audience, but a legacy. A uh, field of dreams. Oh, that's another one of those stupid baseball movies. The player. Is that a uh, what's the player? Is that a uh, Paul Newman movie? Or is that the uh, no, the Tim Robbins. It's about. Uh, you don't watch it. It's got Whoopi Goldberg and Lyle in it. Ow! If it's uh, the one that the I'm Sting. Of. Like I said, there's a uh, Paul Newman movie. Vertigo. With uh, Jimmy Stewart, who's still dead. And Boogie Nights, which that needs to be on there right away. Boogie Nights sure, is great. It's, it's not on there, Boogie Nights? I find uh, that very... With 8 million movies I'm on the list, which I'm going to read the whole list at the top there. And you people out there, it's your job. It's your assignment now, if you're going to add to this, which I have no idea why you want to. But, uh, you know, to listen very carefully. I'll read them very slowly. By that time, it'll be about 3.30 when I finish reading the list. And by that time, can you imagine how many cats we can nuke by that time? This is Neil Rogers. They all fit in the microwave nice and neat, baby. This is Extra virgin, of course, when you think. All right. Look at this. Was the 2004 election fixed? I'm going to uh, read that, baby. Not that I'm reading any more of these bedtime stories, but I might make a few exceptions whenever I feel like it. Because didn't we say yesterday we're taking nothing but 8 million calls this year? Right. That's what you said this morning. 
Okay, here's the uh, poll. What's the best movie of all time? We did this once before about, uh, oh, I don't know, about 100 years ago. And hopefully you all forgot. Now, it's interesting because I got the original. And you're the one that started all of this, so you can take all the blame if anybody don't sure. like it. Or credit. All those people always complain about, we don't like those polls. Those polls. Well, I got news for it. It isn't exciting as, can I be on the air? Is that? But then what is it? But it's better than most of what these people got, which ain't much. Believe you me. South Florida ran out of material a long time ago. Anyway, the best movie of all time, The Godfather, 223. How do you like that? Is there, is there any doubt? No. The, uh, the Godfather. You can act like a man! What's wrong with you? Bing, you blow their brains all over your nice side league suit. What are you going to do? Nice college boy, huh? They want to get mixed up in the family business? Huh? Now you want to gun down a police captain because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you think? This is the army where you shoot him a mile away? You got to get him close like this. Bada bing! You blow their brains all over your nice side league suit. Come in. Mwah! You're taking us very personal. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, Wap, Greaseball, Goombas come out of the woodwork. What have I ever done to make you take me so disrespectful? Don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. Ever. For justice, we must go to the Corleone. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Johnny Fonte will never get that movie. I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, Wap, Greaseball, Goombas come out of the woodwork. I'm German-Irish. Well, let me tell you something, my crook, Mick friend. I'm going to make so much trouble for you, you won't know what it is. The walls come a lawyer. I have not threatened. I know almost every big lawyer in New York. Who the hell are you? Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out. It's just my enemy. That's all. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. Johnny Fonte will never get that movie. I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, Wap, Greaseball, Goombas come out of the woodwork. I'm German-Irish. Well, let me tell you something, my crook, Mick friend. I'm going to make so much trouble for you. You don't know what This is the lawyer. I have not <laughs> I know almost every big lawyer in New York. Who the hell are you? Well, let me tell who you something, my crook, Mick friend. Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. I'm going to make them an offer again with you. Oh, Paulie won't see him no more. She was beautiful. She was young. She was innocent. She was the greatest piece of ass I've ever had, and I've had them all over the world. You're taking us very personal. Anyway, just a little taste, huh? A little taste. Just a uh, little okay, Oli, olive. How about tasting the cannoli, Eli, one more time for the, uh, for the West Coast? For old time's sake. The Godfather, 223. There's nobody even close. Casablanca, 56. One flew over to Cuckoo's Nest, 41. Tied with Star Wars, 41. I'll take Cuckoo's Nest any day over. I mean, Star Wars is fine. It's fine, but Cuckoo's Nest. For uh, people with a childish uh, mentality. Godfather, Part 2, only 36. See, Solamente Dos. Lord of the Rings, 34. Although, now we've got 2001 through 2003. So, in other words, the whole uh, uh, whole deal? Oh, yes. Go ahead, Josh. Start talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are probably eating pizza from uh, Brad today, from I Tony. I wouldn't. They don't open until like 11. I think oh, we're you're probably eating the... Howie's again. No, we're having some uh, munchkins. You're munching on it? Yeah. Munchkins? What is that? Donut holes. Ooh. Blazing Saddles. Rectum. 32. Jaws, 31. You know something? We can't say the A word anymore. How about you, donut hole? We can say okay. that. Caddyshack, 28. Oh, come on. Will you people get serious? 
Caddyshack is the best movie of all we, time. We keep talking about this for some reason. It's ah, big with geez, this, this is the sports nerd mentality. Hey. These overgrown punks. You know, it was a funny movie, but to say it's the best movie of all time, that to funny. be to be this far up on the list, tied with Doctor Strange Glove. It was all right. Doctor Strange Glove, very overrated. And one over uh, Fahrenheit 9/11, 27. So in other words, Caddyshack was better than Fahrenheit 9/11. Monty Python and the Holy Grail, 23. You know, by the time I get through reading this list, it's going to be like about 4.30. Animal House, 20. Apocalypse Now, 19. Pulp Fiction. I'm not going to read them all. Just double digits. Okay? Right. The rest, uh, no chance. Apocalypse Now, 19. Pulp Fiction, 17. It's a Wonderful Life, 17. Talk about overrated. Oh, God. Oh, Goodfellow, 17. Braveheart, 15. Network, 15. Clockwork Orange, 15. Train Spotting, 13. Yeah, spot this. To Kill a Mockingbird, 13. You know who could kill a mockingbird? Kitty Cat. See, I told you they're good for something. <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia, 13. Airplane 11. Now, there's the funniest movie of all time. Not even close. So much funnier than Caddyshack. Did we take a uh, comedy poll? I mean, years ago, I'm sure we did. The better, yeah, the we did. Oh, no, don't start. Don't, not? We're not going to do that now. Friday 11. Friday? What's Friday? Friday's a movie? Yes. It's very funny. With uh, Chris Tucker and Ice Cube. Oh, not for me. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, 11. And I'm just going to give you the names of that. I'm not going to give you the numbers. Uh, the other one, the other 400 that are on there. Young Frankenstein, Usual Suspect, Citizen Kane, Chinatown, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, The Exorcist. I ought to have a lot more votes. American Beauty, Blade Runner, Papillon, Team America, World Police. Oh, should have many more votes. Yes, Butch true. Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Little Big Man, The Deer Hunter, The Graduate, Overrated, Failsafe, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, You Fairy, Life of Brian. Uh, Schindler's List, Psycho, On the Waterfront, The Treasure of Sierra Madre, Fargo, Midnight Express, The Lion in Winter, The Goonies, The Omen, 2001, A Space Odyssey, Great Dialogue, and a flawless reading. <laughs> Requiem for a Dream, Magnolia's got five already. You see that, you quizzling, you silly person. You fairy. Uh, Hard Day's Night, Great Escape, Beautiful Mind, E.T., The Extraterrestrial, Brazil, Sin City. I don't see, uh, what you call it on here yet, City of God. Oh, it's on there. Uh, Chinatown, Heat, All the President's Men, Midnight Cowboy, Misery, Rollerball, The Sting, Being There, Once Upon a Time in America, if you got 20 or 30 hours to spare, it's great. Uh, Yo Jimbo, Yo Jimbo, hey Yo, yo Jimbo. Jimbo. All right. Taxi Driver, Singing in the Rain, King Kong, Finding Nemo. Oh, he's the one with the big ears. Uh, City of God, there you go, it's got three votes. Not as many as Magnolia, though. It's uh, one and the other one, though. So what? You've been, you've been touting Magnolia. Get out of here. I've been pouting like they're going to vote for what I say. Get yeah, away. They will. No, they will not. Bonnie and Clyde, From Here to Eternity, Umberto D., Easy Rider, The French Concoction, Who Framed Roger's Rabbit, Goldfinger, North by Northwest, and I'm still trying to find that for you. I can't. Uh, it's out of print, I guess. I, I guess. Cape Fear, that's the 91 version. That's the one with uh, De Niro. Guess who's coming to dinner? They call me Mr. Tid. Isn't it interesting that they're like side by each? They each have only two. Coincidence? But, yeah. Uh, Titanic, The Pink Panther, Unforgiven, Swing Time, The Searchers, Raging Bull, Miller's Crossing, Overrated, Manchurian Candidate, Eight and a Half, Children of Paradise, Charade, The Apu Trilogy, what the hell's that? Aguirre, The Wrath of God. Is that Hank Aguirre? A Star is Born, The Birds, uh, A Star is Born, by the way, it's 54, it's the one with Judy Garland and James Mason, that's the definitive one. The Birds, Ishtar, The Hustler, The Birds, Kill Him, Bugsy, Deliverance, Bowling for Columbine, Wings of Desire, Tokyo Story, Some Like It Hot, Pinocchio, Persona, Once Upon a Time in the West, Ninochka, Metropolis, Meet Me in St. Louis, Louis, The Last Command, His Girl Friday, The Fly. Now, that's the 86 one, that's with the Jeff Goldblum, as opposed to the really good one with the Vincent Price, Vincent Price. Yes. Drunken Master 2, The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie, City Lights, Camille, Berlin, Alexander Plots. It'll make you plots. Barry Lyndon, The Poseidon Adventure, Paths of Glory, The Mission, Sunset Boulevard, The Flying Deuces, Dick Tracy, Cape Fear 61, that's the one with uh, Robert uh, Mitchum. 
Frankenstein, that's the original with uh, Boris, Boris Karloff. Dracula, now, yeah, we don't have the date on there. It should also say 30 or 30. When I was a Bella Lugosi, that's what we're talking about. And it doesn't have any votes anyway. It's the only one named Dracula. What? It's the only one named Dracula. Well, they'll, get, they'll think it's Frank Lemon Jello. I doubt it. The Spy Who Came In From The Cold, Zulu, Breaker Morant. The Producers, Three Days of the Condor, The Fog of War. The, uh, there's eight more men in more of them. The Insider, White Heat, Umberto D is on there again. I think once was more than enough. Ulysses Gaze, Yugetsu. Aren't those, those knives that Ron Popila saw? A touch of Zen, talk to her is the sweet smell of success. Sunrise, the streetcar named Desire, smiles of a summer night. Streetcar named Desire has none. Oh, the singing detective, the shop around the corner. Sherlock Jr., no Schmidt Sherlock. Payasa, the purple rose of Cairo. Out of the past, Olympia parts one and two, notorious Nayakan. Mouchette, mon oncle de Merquique. Mon oncle de Merquique. Some frog crap. The man with a camera, Leolo. Lay low, so Clarence don't find you. The Lady Eve, Kind Hearts and Coronets. I don't think I ever read a list like this. It's so ponderous, man. It's a gift. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, none. Oh, please. It, look at this. Caddyshack's got 28 votes, and Invasion of the Body Snatchers has none. Um, seriously, some of you people out there, you, you never grew up. These are the same people who run around with their hurricane jackets on and okay. their little paraphernalia. And we love the hurricanes, but they lost the game. Oh, jeez. Silly people. In a lonely place, Ikiru. Farewell, my concubine. The 400 blows. I agree. Double indemnity. Dodsworth. Detour. The Decalogue. Day for night. The crowd. The crime of Monsieur Lang. That's about Mike Lang. Closely watched trains. Chung King Express. Where they got some fantastic takeout. Bride of Frankenstein. Bande uh, Apart. I, I, don't know, I, I don't know my French at all. Babyface and the Awful Truth. Woo! Man. So, just my memory tells me that, although not Boogie Nights, I, I do forget whether I read that or not. Did I read that? No. I don't know, but we put it on there. No, but I'm just saying no. it wasn't on the, re- on the list no, we had going. No, it was not. So, Riley, like I said, did a fabulous job. Must be Rick Riley. Because uh, I don't think any of the ones he's got on this list are on there. He must have checked and double-checked. Nice go. We appreciate that. Because <clears throat> if there's one thing we hate is people that, like, duplicate, right? Absolutely. Duplicate and triplicate. And agitate like Clarence, an idiot. Hey, Clarence, you go fairy. away. Don't, I, I don't want, you know, he, he just won't stop doing it. Didn't I tell him about a week or ten days ago to stop doing that? And by the way, Clarence, Wednesday, next Wednesday's payday. That's all I have to say to you. Next Wednesday's payday, take care of it. Take charge of it, fondle it, squeeze it, and the paycheck too, okay? And make sure it gets there. That, that's all. That's all we need. Everything else is just fine. How would you like his uh, caustic comment about our five, whatever the hell it's going to be, share from ten to two? Well, uh, you know, that's not one of your... No, but compared to everything else... Compared to some of those other numbers on this radio station, in a bogus book uh, with a hurricane book, we're not uh, too de- depraved and deprived about that, except we're going to lose some bonus money. Damn it. No, they, they ought to can- what they ought to do is cancel the book, tell Arbitron, up yours, and just give everybody the full bonus. What the least they idea. can do for us working over a hot microphone during those very difficult conditions. Right, hot, steamy microphone. Having to drive to work in the hurricane and sure. uh, all the other stuff, all the trees and Dodging the signs and the stoplights. Lines, right. Man, I just jeopardized my life doing that, rolling out of bed and coming in here. 11.13 at 5.60 WQM. Finally, a TV experience like no other. Comcast digital cable with on-demand is easy to use, has lots to love, like no other. And today you can try it for only $29.99 a month for four months. 
Why is TV so much better with on-demand? For starters, you can watch a wide variety of movies like we're talking about today and shows whenever you want. It's a revolutionary new way to enjoy TV. On-demand is a library of thousands of programs ready to start when you say so, with programming including free movies, kids shows, music videos, cooking shows, sports, home improvement shows, guitar lessons, and so much more. You'll always have something good to watch right when you want to watch it. And don't forget about control. With on-demand, you can start, stop, pause, rewind, and fast-forward programs using that remote control. You sure can't get all of this with satellite. With up to 250 channels plus on-demand, you can build your own TV schedule. Who could want more? Best of all, on-demand is free with Comcast Digital Cable. So pick your showtime, sit back, and you wonder how you ever lived without it. Call today, order Comcast Digital Cable and HBO with the power of on-demand for only $29.99 a month for four months. In Dade, call 305-COMCAST and in... 954 Comcast. Call for details. Certain restrictions apply. 305 Comcast in Dade and 954 Comcast in... This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. One, what's your emergency? You have a hairball. Oh, it's your owner. What happened? He fell out of his wheelchair? Is he still breathing? Okay, can you go check? I'll stay on the line. Good, good. Help is on the way. I know you're scared. Just stay on the line with me and think happy thoughts. Imagine a giant mouse filled with catnip. Is there anything else you need us to do? Of course you are. I'll have one of the officers open a can for you. Oh, who's a good kitty? Yes, you are. Who's a good kitty? Oh, who's a good kitty? Yes, you are. Some bathroom tissues claim to be cottony soft, but sometimes that's not soft enough. That's when you need Kittenelle bathroom tissue, the toilet paper that's kittenly soft. Kittenell bathroom tissue doesn't come on a roll. Kittenell is a big crate of white fluffy kittens that sits next to the commode. When you're ready, just grab one out and feel the difference that real kitten fur makes. Ooh, that's soft. Oh, hey, those aren't balls of yarn, you know. And for those with sensitive skin, we recommend new declawed Kittenell bathroom tissue. That's much better. Kittenell bathroom tissue. With a name like Kittenell, it has to be soft. I bet you didn't realize we had that many uh, cat bits in the uh, thing. Like this one. Oh, yeah, let's play this. I woke up this morning. Oh, yeah. Well, well, well. <laughs> That's always a good sign when you say, I woke up this morning. That's always a good start. Okay, let's uh, take a few calls here, about four or 5,000. Maybe add uh, four or five. Well, by the time we get through this list, it's going to take you at least an hour to keep you off the street this weekend to uh, peruse through there. and make make. This is a very scientific. This is the important one now. That's why I'm going to leave it on all weekend long. Because the mm-hmm. first time we did this, we had uh, 17, uh, how many votes we have? Uh, 1738. All right. And what we got so far here just since the end of the show yesterday? 1219. So by Monday morning, we have like, what, 45,000, 50,000? Easy. Wow. WQAM, hello. Not there. Okay, there's probably the best call we're going to have today. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. I think the thing that's amazing is that Riley, whoever he is, the uh, faction there, was able to make a whole, you know, and usually we rip people like that. You know, we didn't say what are the 10 best movies of all time. But when you look at the list he gave, I think all of those deserve to be on there. I agree, and that's why well, I passed it along and gave it to Josh and said, do it. Good. WQAM, hello. 
Neil. Yes, sir. Don't know about that Pompano Park. Is that a good place? Yeah, okay. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, regarding the poll yesterday, uh, Ronald Reagan, what, didn't he die last year? Ronald Reagan died last year? No chance. Wasn't it no? two years ago? I think 2004. Look it up. Google it, Josh, or George, or yeah. somebody. And then, um, remember. There's no, there is no chance that it was last year that he died, because if he no. would have died, wouldn't he have been on every list that I looked up? Huh. Yeah, uh, I, as I a movie star or a politician. It was one of those two years, yeah. Yeah, what I just say, in 2004, a year late, and an hour short. And then, um, you mentioned, you were talking about Al Gore a couple days ago. Does his wife still run the PMRC? The PMRC? Yeah, Terrence Music Resource Center. It's a oh, I thought it was the Oh, you mean the censoring of the group of censoring young bitches? You mean uh, Tipper? Yeah, exactly. Tipper, uh, there, there a bunch of fascists. Tippy Gould and Tyler, too. Is there what? There are a bunch of fascists. Uh, yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's all about... No Howard kidding. All about Howard Dean in the next election. There you go. Howard Dean, baby. Now we're talking. Ah! Yeah. That's it. Howard Dean, he be the man. Thousands of Americans are victims every year. Thieves stop at nothing to take your car until now. Introducing the newest in auto theft protection, the Howard Dean Car Alarm. Hey, man, look, a Porsche. Give me the crowbar. When installed, the Howard Dean Car Alarm will deter the most crafty would-be thieves. The Howard Dean Car Alarm. Now available in select states. South Carolina and Oklahoma. And coming soon to the rest of America. None of the money generated by the sales of the Howard Dean car alarm benefit the Howard Dean for President Campaign Park. Well, somebody says the Constant Gardener, which is a, a recent, very recent, uh, current uh, Constant Gardener. Right, heard good things about it, but haven't seen right. it. Right, so let's get that on there. And they also, uh, Shawshank Redemption and American History X. And since you tell me how good that is, how come it's not on the list? It isn't? American History X? I don't believe so. Did I read it? You're no, supposed to be listening. Huh? Let's do it. I'm positive I did not read it. I would have known. I'd have noted if I had done it. Huh? We will put them on there. American History X, Shawshank Redemption, and Constant Gardener. That's E-N-E-R, Gardener. Like, High Gardener. I sure hope not. 5670560. Oh, See, I throw some of those old names out there for chicken, because he and I are the only ones that would know them. And maybe the humper might be listening. He wets himself when you do that. He what? Brian. Oh, well, I'm sure. That's why I do it. Well, listen, what can I tell you? I hear he does that a lot. Of shorts? WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, I wanted to uh, add a uh, movie to uh, your poll. I bet you did. Go ahead. Pardon? I said go right ahead. Man for All Seasons. Okay. Man for All Seasons. Mandage. All right. Man for All Seasons. Boy, we could have like 7,000 movies on there. Let's just, I'll tell you what, let's just, I got the movie book. Let's just put every movie that was ever made on there. Let's do it. Just cut and paste. Because Josh is the computer expert, but I I have a feeling that it really doesn't make any difference. In other words, the list can be like 80,000. It doesn't make any difference. That is correct. It just just like goes on. A copy paste. It's like an infinite roll of toilet paper. Yeah, you just keep rolling like, uh, like an endless roll of toilet paper. Wouldn't that be sweet? Well, it depends on what kind, of course. Charmin. Yeah. People would five, never, six, seven. I beg your pardon? People would never get to the stories, though. The list well, of, uh, <laughs> the stories are important. About 10.15 this morning? Oh, brother, what a joke. 
What a joke. Hey, they didn't no. upload, okay? I did. Yeah, he didn't upload, but what, what's the point? What's You know what that would be like? It would be like my sitting down here this morning and you can't hear anything. I, I never opened a mic, you know? Well, uh, you're there. But hey, that's not my bad. I, I did it. I was here. You just never opened a pot, baby. You can't smoke it unless you open it, okay? Jesus, cake Christ. Man, anybody believes that Audio Suave has got more than six listeners, it's got to be a lunatic. If you people pay, you know something? They can, you can take care of Josh's raise easy. Just don't pay Arbitron for this book. I sure I tell agree. them. Let's boycott them. I tell them to shove it. I agree, too. Stick it. That's right. Take that money and give it to Josh. Give uh, maybe 10% to George just for some pot money. That's right. Uh, I mean, what kind of crap is that? Nobody's returning any mail. Nobody's getting any mail. And like, oh, well, uh, yeah. see, I guarantee you, every radio station and the TV stations lost a fortune in revenue during the hurricanes because we were, uh, how many people were advertising back then? Well, most of the businesses weren't even open. Right? Right. Most of it was like wall-to-wall, nonstop, uh, don't go here, don't go there, uh, don't stand under the tree, and uh, whatever. For days and days on end. So why can't Arbitron take a little bit of a hit, too? Huh? Stick it, you people up there in Beltsville. They just make it up, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's see. we got 85 Julios over here. we got uh, 72 chocolate folks over here. Uh, get out of here. And, of course, in the trailer park, they must have also miss the trailer parks. And, of course, there nobody in trailer parks was getting any mail. Had, they were all, like, blown away. That's why Kiss didn't have any number. Kiss fell off the face of the earth. In fact, Joe Bell told him, kiss this. That's what he told Barry Jackass when, when he called him up. And you know what Barry said? Okay. WQAM, hello. Hello. This yes, is Neil Rogers, sir. Speaking. Bill, oh, hi. Marco. Hey. Uh, let's uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to tell you, Chip, one of your loyal listeners got a book, got a diary. When was that? Huh? When was that? I just got it. Oh, you did? Yes. Well, I can't comment on that, but all I can say is, boy, do we love you. Yes, I know, and I'm a very loyal listener, so I thought it was very apropos. I thought it cheer you up a little bit. God bless you, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> Okay, there is, isn't that good news? We're going to send a professional masseur over the Oh, man, right we love that guy. We're going to send him a bag with a million dollars in it. Well, if we had it, I sure would. We're going to send him a rub and a tug. Because we need, we need that loyal audience, just like this business with IOD and that damn news stuff uh, during a hurricane. They just lucked out with that crap right-wing garbage they have on here. Lucked with that pill-popping fatso hypocrite they got on. And then that uh, Rush wannabe that follows in that, that Tampa reject. Yeah, Blabo knows all about that guy. That Schmidtmeister, what a joke he is. Yeah, Rush wannabe. He goes, yeah, like a little lower register. Anyway, I'm going to read this article uh, when we come back. Paul Craig Roberts, political machines. Oh, it was a bad machine, man. Was the 2004 election fixed, he wants to know. I think the answer probably is. This is Neil Rogers. Oh, my God. This is 560 QA. You call that a consultant? From acclaimed documentary filmmaker George W. Bush comes a film about the real Michael Moore and the real reason behind his invasion of convenience store snack aisles. Michael Moore is a weapon of mass destruction when it comes to ding-dongs and funny bones. Fahrenheit 7-11, exposing the man who is becoming the most hated figure in the Arab world. I hope this cupcake display was sold just yesterday. Then Michael Moore came in and devoured Everything. From Washington to the Middle East and every place in between that sells Slim Jims and Klondike bars, you'll find a fat man with a bad beard and baseball cap hell-bent on controlling it all. He won't stop until he eats it all. Michael Moore is a real terrorist. Fahrenheit 7-Eleven. Uh, excuse me, Congressman. Yeah, 
We're recruiting the children of politicians to work in convenience stores. When Michael Moore comes in with a hanker for Twinkies, sir, please come back. It'll only take a second. Fahrenheit 7-Eleven, now showing 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can make people do anything if they're afraid. The FAA is taking the action to close all of the airports in the United States. All commercial and airline traffic was grounded. But we had some airplanes authorized at the highest levels of our government to pick up Osama bin Laden's family members and transport them out of this country. In the middle of the war, corporations decided to hold a conference to figure out how much money could be made. Once that oil starts flowing, it's going to be lots of money. Whatever it costs, the government will pay you. It's going to be good for business, bad for the people. Congressman, trying to get members of Congress to get their kids to enlist in the Army and uh, go over to Iraq. The USA Patriot Act allows for searches of medical and financial records. It gives law enforcement almost unlimited power. They wait till the middle of the night. It's printed in the middle of the night. How could Congress pass this Patriot Act without even reading it? Sit down, my friend. Well, we don't read most of the bills. No one read it. Members of Congress, this is Michael Moore. I would like to read you the USA Patriot Act. Let the eagle soar. From the corridors of power. Congressman. Congressman. To the streets of small town America. To the front lines. Impressive crowd to have. And they have more. Some people call you the elite. I call you my base. Comes the true story that will make your temperature rise. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank you. Now watch this drive. Be afraid. Be very afraid. That having been said, Paul Craig Roberts writes in Counterpunch, as coincidence would have it, Mark Crispin Miller's new book, Fooled Again, documenting the Republican theft of the 2004 presidential election, arrived in the same mail delivery with the January 12th edition of the Defuniac Springs Herald, the locally owned weekly newspaper in a Florida Panhandle County seat. You ever been in Defuniac Springs? Not that I can remember. Oh, don't. The Florida Panhandle is thoroughgoing uh, Republican. Even Democrats run as Republicans. Nevertheless, the newspaper's editor, Ron Kelly, believes that American political life is measured by something larger than party affiliation. In his editorial, The Shepherds and the Sheep, Kelly reports that two Florida counties have banned any further use of diebold voting machines, not good machines, man, after witnessing a professional demonstration that the machines, contrary to diebold's claim, are easily hacked to record votes differently from the way in which they're cast by voters. The pre-election statement by Diebold's CEO that he worked to deliver the election to Bush was apparently no idle boast. In five states where the new foolproof electronic voting machines were used, the vote tallies differed substantially from the exit polls. Such a disparity is unusual. The chances of exit polls in five states being wrong are no more than one in a million. Miller describes considerably more election fraud than voting machines programmed to count a proportion of carry votes as Bush votes. Votes were disenfranchised in a number of ways. Miller reports incidences of intimidation of and reduced voting opportunities for poorer voters who tend to vote Democratic. Some of Miller's evidence is circumstantial. However, he documents widespread Republican dirty tricks and foul play. The media's indifference to a stolen election burns Miller as much as the stolen election itself. 
Miller is not alone in his concerns. The nonpartisan U.S. Government Accountability Office, the GAO, in response to congressional requests, investigated a number of complaints regarding the electronic voting machines. Here are some of the problems noted in the GAO's September 2005 report. Some voting machines did not encrypt cast ballots or system audit logs, and it was possible to alter both without being detected. It was possible to alter the machine so that a ballot cast for one candidate would be recorded for another. Vendors installed uncertified versions of voting system software at the local level. Access was easily compromised and did not require a widespread conspiracy. A small handful of people is sufficient to steal an election. Curiously, the media show no interest in the GAO report. In my opinion, a free press has proven to be inconsistent with the recently permitted highly concentrated corporate ownership of the U.S. media. The electronic voting machines leave virtually no paper trail, and their use involves private, potentially partisan corporations tabulating the votes with proprietary software that is not transparent. A number of counties in various states have decided to return to paper ballots that can be verified and recounted, but now that Republicans have learned that they can use the electronic machines to control election outcomes, the disenfranchisement of Democrats is likely to be a permanent feature of American so-called democracy. Other reports claim that the undersampling by pollsters of Democratic voters creates a percentage bias that exaggerates the number of Republican voters by as much as 5%, thus providing cover for vote fraud. If hard-to-reach Democratic voters, such as the working poor, are less likely to answer telephones, polls can create the illusion that there are more Republican voters than in fact exist. If the electronic voting machines are then rigged to shift 5 or 6% of the vote to Republican candidates, the result is not at odds with the expected result and can be used as evidence to counter the divergence between exit polls and the vote tally. The outcome of the 2004 presidential election has always struck me as strange. Although Kerry was a poor candidate and evaded the issue most on the public's mind, by November of 2004, a majority of Americans were aware that Bush had led the country into a gratuitous war on the basis either of incompetence or deception. By November 2004, it was completely clear that Saddam Hussein had no weapons of mass destruction and that Bush had rushed to war. People were concerned by the changing rationales that Bush was offering for going to war. Moreover, however, the needless war was going badly, and the results bore no relationship to the rosy scenario painted at the time of the invasion. It seems contrary to American common sense for voters to have re-elected a president who had failed in such a dramatic way. Miller directs our attention to Bush's high-handed treatment of dissenters. If electronic voting machines programmed by private Republican firms remain in our future, dissent will become pointless unless it boils over into revolution. Power-mad Republicans need to consider the result when democracy loses its legitimacy and only the rich have anything to lose. How do you like that, huh? Another fixed election, eh? And, and nobody cares. That's the best part. Nobody cares. Now the Democrats screaming bloody murder about it. Did Al Gore respond like we talked about yesterday to uh, the plea by the Black Caucus in Congress? Absolutely, no. positively not. They roll over and play dead. Spread them and say cheese. Five six seven oh five six. You got another story late, a little later on. I don't want to do too many bedtime stories. We're going to talk about cats. Oh yeah. U.S. obtains internet user search records. Yahoo and others reveal queries. Queries. You fairy. From millions of people, Google refuses. Identities aren't included, but the data trove stirs privacy fears. Here we go again, man. Hermann Goering and uh, Rudolf Hess and Joseph Goebbels and uh, George Goebel. They'd all be proud, baby. Make no mistake about it. How do you like that? I don't. They're reading your mail. They're listening to your phone calls. Uh, they're like uh, got their nose into your Rectum. everything you're doing, man. Everything you're thinking. The brain, the thought police are coming next. The word police. If we say crap, Joyce has a nervous breakdown. We get fined eighty billion dollars. They come and take away George and uh, his second born. Five six seven oh five sixty. I think we lost the connection. This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> This is 560 QAM.
America loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking. All right. I thought Christianity was fairy tale. Absolutely. This religious thing was not for me. They held a big convention. Let me in for free. I had no idea what I was about to see. They were speaking in tongues That made me a believer It was kind of fun To stick it out of my mouth Speak in tongues They got me believing My tongue is weaving from side to side <laughs> The Lord will now embrace me I clap my tongue to the beat Now whatever I do, he'll forgive me Oh, Cause now I speak in tongues That makes me a believer And I'm having fun Playing around with my mouth I'll tell you what we need, baby. We need the uh, QAM audience to come up with a Herculean month in January, you know what? And in February, and in March, whenever. Follow what I'm saying? What are you saying? We need to rally the loyal troops around after this disastrous uh, Wilma book. That's all, all right. it was. We'll start a campaign. Start a campaign. Go for it. Just like the right wingers do, only ten times more loyal. Twenty four seven, man. We want that radio on, even if you're asleep. That's right. That's right. Put on them headphones. Put on that. Uh, stick your iPod in it. Stick it right in there. Rectum. Or well, at least stick the Cube. in there. Wouldn't that be something if you could listen to it in there? Man, talk about good vibrations. I wonder how the signal would be on the inside. Well, you know, they got those players that are so small now. That's exactly what I'm saying. Just, just insert. Anyway, that's, that's what we need. We need a, a gigantic, for Joe Bella, for no other reason. And, of course, for my 30th anniversary coming up on March 1. About 30, man. embarrassing if we had, like, another crappy uh, couple of trends here. That would be bad. Because you do realize that uh, this December thing is going to be hanging over our heads for a couple of months now. I know. Before it finally disappears. Seriously, if, if this company had any balls, the Beasley's would be on a phone right now with Beltsville, Maryland. They would tell Arbitron, you call this a rating book? You call this research? Take it and shove it right in there with your iPod, man. Bunch of crap. Radio suave, my ass. God almighty. I heard it was pretty suave. And it is swell. Swelling. U.S. obtained Internet user search records. I don't want to get people nervous or nothing like that. Federal investigators have obtained potentially billions of Internet search requests made by users of major websites run by Yahoo, Microsoft, and America Online, Inc., raising concerns about how the massive data trove will be used. This information turned over to Justice Department lawyers reveals a week's worth of online queries from millions of Americans, the Internet age equivalent of eavesdropping on their inner monologues. The subpoena data could, for example, include how many times people searched online for apple pie recipes, movie tickets 90012, or even bomb instructions. The Internet company said yesterday the information did not violate their users' privacy because the data did not include names or computer addresses. The disclosure nonetheless, however... Alarmed civil liberties advocates who fear that government could seek more detailed information later on. 
A Justice Department spokesman said the government was not interested in ferreting out names, only in search trends as part of an effort to re- regulate online pornography. Right. You look at any boobies online there or many any dinglings, man, you better watch it because they're going to be knocking on your door about 2.30 in the morning and dragging your old, nasty, perverted ass right out the door with Mo. But the search engine subpoenas came amid broader concerns over how much information the government collects and how the data are used. Congress is debating an extension of the Patriot Act. Oh, my God. Which dramatically expanded the government's ability to obtain private data. And congressional hearings are expected soon on the legality of a national security agency program, Pogrom, to track communications by U.S. citizens without prior court approval. Privacy advocates said the chance to pursue such queries, peruse such queries, provided an unprecedented glimpse into people's private thoughts and habits. The thought police are coming, baby. The word police. The uh, seatbelt police. You got it. The, the jaywalking police. The nose-picking police. Virtually unknown a decade ago, search engines rapidly become an integral part of daily life. Search engines maintain a massive database that reaches into the most intimate details of your life. What you search for, what you read, where you stick it, what worries you, what you enjoy, said Kurt Opsahl, a state attorney at the Electronic Frontier Foundation. Don't you want to join up? Oh, yeah. It's critical to protect the privacy of this information so people feel free to use modern tools to find information without the fear of Big Brother looking over their shoulder. That's right. All you preverts out there, all you people are reading like uh, really subversive things like NeilRogers.com, all those bedtime stories oh, that Josh puts on the web feels like right? it. When he remembers to, when he remembers to uh, smack it. The issue came to light this week only when Google, Inc., the most used Internet search engine, fought its subpoena. AOL, Microsoft, and Yahoo also had been subpoenaed. Government lawyers filed a briefing in U.S. District Court in San Jose seeking to force Google to comply. Google's refusal was first reported by the San Jose Mercury News. I like them Under more and more. The, I beg your pardon? I like Google more and more every day. And did I tell you I hate Yahoo like poison? They should right. only croak? I'm not hate them. And we already know that we hate AOL and Microsoft. That goes Ooh. without saying. Mm-hmm. Under a section of the Patriot Act expanding the use of so-called national security letters, companies such as Google can be asked to turn over potentially useful data, even about people who aren't suspected of wrongdoing, while being barred from disclosing those requests. But no previous case is known to involve such a wide range of data. Their demand for information overreaches, and Nicole Wong, Google's associate general counsel, we had lengthy discussions with them to try to resolve this, but we're not able to, and we intend to resist their motion vigorously. It puts the motion in a casket, which is what they ought to do with this one. Stick that motion in a casket. Kill it. It just gets worse and worse. Wiretapping, eavesdropping. If this ain't Nazi Germany Part 2, baby. And who was the first one talking about this years ago, huh? Before the first election. Oh, that Neil, man. He really exaggerates. Can you imagine him calling Bush a Nazi and he's a Republican? Yeah, right. Right. Hermann Goering would blush. That big fat ass. By the way, how's Rudolph Hess doing? He's still selling that expensive gas. And thank you again, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. I forgot. We keep forgetting about that. What a He's doing a heck of a job, W. 1,273 votes on the pool. Now, here's the list. <laughs> wow. Oh. Take a breath. I'm only, re- I'm only reading double digits. If you think I'm, I'll tell you, maybe, maybe at the very ass end of the show. All in right. other words, the last 45 minutes. Well, we've got to like, get them all prepped for the weekend so they figure, like, uh, you know, they can analyze this. This is extremely scientific. It may go down to the annals of history as right. far as movie polls. What's the best movie of all time? Not one of the 40 best movies, like some of these faxes, although that one was good. I mean, we'll make it an was, exception there, right? We'll make an exception, right. Yeah. I mean, when you start out with Memento. And don't forget about the Easter eggs. Huh? I know. What? No, well, I know. seriously, how many people do you think we know about Easter eggs? About 30, man. Which I still think is awfully stupid. You know, it's very childish and idiotic and immature. You know, if somebody's, no, listen, if I'm going to fork out money for a DVD, why does it have to be like an inside secret that I can actually find other other scenes and, and different things than anybody else if I know how to do the Easter egg deal? 
And then, then you got to, like, do a search on that, Google it, of course, do a search on Easter eggs, and then you find out for the various movies that it's, it's a whole different, each one's got a different uh, key to open it up. So you can actually watch Memento in from beginning to end in chronological order as opposed from end to beginning, which is the way the movie shows. And you still forget what it's all about at the end. I know he does. What the hell's his name? Guy Madison? Guy uh, Pierce. Right. Very good. What? What do you guy, mean, right? Good. Like, like I'm some kind of a, an old fart with Alzheimer's? Right, yeah. Hey, listen, if I could remember Marty Pirano, the left-handed bowler from Syracuse, New York. Do you know how many years ago that show was on TV in Rochester, man? I mean, or in Syracuse. Who the hell knows? Cuse. What's your excuse? Now, let's see. Who were we talking about the other day? Henry Gibson. See, I even remember that for like that a whole right. day. 24 freaking hours, man. My mind is as sharp as a matzo ball. I wrote it down in my head. I'm not going to forget it either. Henry Gibson. Right. Now, the word association, all i got to do is think about, you think of Thurman Gibson, even though you know nothing about baseball, and I'll think of Thurman Gibson, the bowler. i, I got my own uh, word association. Or we'll think of just King Henry VIII. He looks like a little monkey, which is a, a gibbon, so I'm thinking of him as Henry you Gibbon. You gibbons? Henry Gibbon. I'm not look like a little monkey. What are you talking about? He does. About? He's a little guy with a monkey. Looks like a little, uh, like a little... You fairy! What's the best movie of all time? Just reading double digits. We've got a zillion movies on here. Now, it's interesting, some of the ones that have no votes. Like, uh, well, I don't know. If Dracula still has no votes, I'm leaving. Let me take a look. I, I, I just... Huh? He's got no votes. Bye. How is that possible? First of all, it's 100 years old. Todd Browning. Yeah. Bella like Lugosi. Right. It's 100 years old. I don't think most people saw the original. Edward Ben Sloan. Well, they, 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 Josh didn't see it. He didn't know what we're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. It's in about. black and white. I haven't and, seen and, a lot and, of those. And, look, it's very camp, okay? It's very campy when you watch it now. It's uh, it's not scary, but it's just uh, it's uh, it's mesmerizing, isn't it? It's good. Von Helsing. Ain't no Bram Stoker's Dracula, but it'll Here. be. I beg your pardon? The Bram Stoker's Dracula was very good. I'll take your word for it. All right. It's like saying that Sherlock Holmes was uh, really good with somebody else, besides uh, Nigel Bathbone and Razzle Bruce. A Godfather, 239. There's nobody close to the Godfather, baby. They're kicking serious, big, fat, smelly old Italian ass. Siciliano. Do you realize that Sicilian pizza's got no cheese on it? You do know that. I do now. Maybe Sicilian ass does, but not Sicilian pizza. What's the point? What do you mean? It's got tomato sauce. It's got oregano. It's got, like, herbs and all of these uh, things. And that's it. Do not have cheese. It's not like that. And, and it's sick. It's sick. That's why I like Sicilian pizza. Now, in America, they make Sicilian style, they call it, but it's got cheese on it. It's not real Siciliano. I in see. fact, if you go to Palermo and ask them for that kind of stuff, they'll blow your crap away fast. The Godfather, 238. I do want to make it to a Sicilia, to Sicily, and kind of wander through the hills of Corleone, you know? That's right. Just to say you've been there. Maybe we'll run into Apollonia's daddy there in the uh, tavern. See if you can have an orange. Apollonia. Uh, the Godfather, 239. Casablanca, 63. I mean, not even close. Cuckoo's Nest, 45. Godfather, part 2, 44. I'm so glad we separated those. Nice going, Eric. Or whoever did it. Star Wars, 43. I think I did it. Lord of the Rings, 38. Now, those should have been separated. How many are there? Three? Three. Well, so why did we make it as one movie over uh, here? Because it really okay. is just one movie. I don't want to hear about it. Not for me. Jaws, 33. No. Jaws? Oh, come on. Jaws, my ass. Oh, those are the jaws of life. Big jaws. The jaws of death. Fahrenheit 91133. Caddyshack 32. Blazing Saddles 32. Dr. Strangeglove 32. That's Dick Stewart of the Pirates. Monty Python, The Holy Grail 25. Animal House 23. Pulp Fiction 20. Oh, boy. Apocalypse Now 19. Goodfellas 19. It's a Wonderful Life 17. 
uh, Raspberry. Braveheart, 18. Network, only 15. Very sad. Clockwork Orange, 15. Lawrence of Arabia, 15. Train Spotting, 14. Network's got 15, and Train Spotting has got 14. If that doesn't tell you where the brains of this audience is, in the toilet. To well, kill a mockingbird, of course, there's not a lot of room left in there. Uh, where am I on this? Uh, kill a mockingbird, four, uh, 13. Young Frankenstein, 12. That was a hoot. Airplane, 12. The funniest movie of all time. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, 12. Friday, 11. I'll take your word. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly has 12? Right. All right. Well, there's a lot of ugly people out there. Chinatown 11 and everybody else, a single digit. This is Neil Rogers. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Now you can't kick Moe around no more. All that rage got my but sore. The best years of what remains of my life I gave to this place. Just for old times, I think I'll go and hail the fumes of the blissfully imprinted. I've had enough for you, good guys. Not using as the low You bastards should only drop dead men die. Gonna stay home far away from here. I'll hand my keys back in for the car that I drove on car. I go to my orifice and clean out my desk. That is, if I only had an orifice or a desk, I'll slap up the poker, go to Publix, and watch the shoppers from a bench. Let's I wonder if Raymond felt this way when he got turned down for a day. But you sport whole queens ain't going to last to me. Boy, it just brings a tear to my uh, rectum brown eye. You know what? Is that where? Uh, well, I do have brown eyes. Do you? 1203 at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you, man. We got Curtis and Troy, two to four, in the Moe's spot. You ever have a Moe's spot? Kind of like a brown uh, age spot. Just this morning. Mad Dog at Hooters in the Park. And let me ask you this. What can Brown do for you? Jim Mandich, uh, the Mad Dog at Hooters in the Pines, 4 to 7. The Beast, 7 to 10. Tonight. We apologize in advance. And then Eddie K at 10. And then after that, on the weekend, we got some stuff that, man, even Hitler would be embarrassed by. Like Lenny Martez. Ooh, a lot of Lenny Martez this weekend. A whole lot. He must work really cheap, you know what? Josh says he'll be glad to do those shows instead of Lenny. Well, that's right, those are sports shows. I forgot, you don't want to be like a sports nerd. Yeah, if I get that rave, maybe. 
What? Yeah, he can nerd it what out. Was he he talking about this showed. morning? What was Clarence babbling about? You know something? If you let him in there again to aggravate me for 35 minutes, I'm just going to get up and go in the other room and take a nap. And if I don't wake up till noon, too bad. I mean, that, that, was, that was just ridiculous. I have like half an hour in the morning to like uh, play uh, play little games with him and maybe bit of how cute he is now clever. You're an idiot, Clarence. What you know about radio? I could put in a thimble and have room for a fat boy left over. You jackass. Not a bad guy, but I mean he's so underqualified and so over. He's like drowning, man. He, he's like a, a, a baseball in the Atlantic Ocean with a with a brick tied around it, drowning. And we're and we're going down with him, man. Can you can you smell it? Can you feel it? Maybe you're going down. It was supposed to be a movie, speaking of that, what a segue. Wow. It was supposed to be a movie kids could watch, but no parent would want their child to see what showed up on the screen. This is in St. Petersburg, by the way, in Panillas County, man. An adult film featuring two family-friendly Florida attractions, news partner NBC6 reported on Friday today. As a matter of fact, only moments ago. The new movie includes a famous ship. It has pirates, and it has the kind of action that's raising more than just a few eyebrows along Florida's west coast. The HMS Bounty, a St. Petersburg landmark, served as the set for the Walt Disney blockbuster Pirates of the Caribbean, or the Caribbean. The ship is a historic replica of the original Bounty, and was used, by the way, it's the quicker picker-upper, and was used as the centerpiece of the blockbuster movie Mutiny on a Counter in the early 60s, Bounty. It's also the location that segments of the X-rated knockoff Pirates were shot. You won't hear the Bounty crew bragging to tourists about the filming of the flick. St. Petersburg Mayor Rick Baker won't discuss it, even though the city rented the pier to the adult film production company. It was misrepresented to us, said pier marketing manager Susan Robertson. She's probably kin to, like, uh, what's her name, Joyce. Or Pat Robertson. Or Pat Robertson could be. In fact, I say let's take them all out for a nice dinner at uh, Burns Steakhouse. Robertson said the city was tricked, or maybe just to drive through it, Crystal would be good. Just take Crystal and drive her ass through there. Robertson said the city was tricked and pointed to a letter from the production company that stated it was working on a PG-13 presentation. I didn't find out it was a porno flick until last week, Robertson said. Right. Even though the sex scenes were shot in California, the city got got wind that the Paris production might be a pornographic presentation months ago. You hear that? Uh They got wind of it. They smelt it. In June, the city asked the filming company not to use the words The Pier, City of St. Petersburg, and HMS Bounty in the movie, which happens to be a blockbuster in the adult entertainment world. You ever hear that? Nope. Not yet, but I guess we better go out and get that. Pirates. Arr. I wonder who's got the sharpest sword. Despite the movie's popularity, it's a piece of the bounty's history some in St. Petersburg would prefer to forget. I wouldn't want to be connected to the porno industry with a local attraction like this. Resident Peter Merton said, Well, your mama, Peter, okay? And what kind of a name is that anyway? Probably uptight about his name. That does not go into our family-friendly marketing plan in atmosphere, Robertson said. Well, pshaw, somebody would say. St. Petersburg officials are now promising to be more vigilant when accepting film deals. See, you know how I dropped the things in for book for Chicken Act, Boca Brian? Mm-hmm. Now they know Blabo is listening online every day. I'll drop in like an occasional pshaw or something like that, right? I didn't or... know he was dead. <laughs> or a big fat. But, 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 but. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway, the director of Pirates said the film cost more than a million bucks to create and said the sex scenes were added so the company could sell more videos. Well, there you go. What's wrong with a few sex scenes with Johnny Depp, right? He's a, sw- a swashbuckler. So now, let's see. Did right. you see? You told me you did not see the movie, The uh, Secret Window. No, I did not. Well, am I going to have to send that to you, too, for Christ? See, I know you're a scam that you got going. I sent you a one or two of them. That's right. And now I sent you two more, which you haven't yeah. even got yet. Get the catalog. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, was it good? Because uh, a couple people told me that it was not, so. Secret window? Right. Uh, I could spoil the ending for you. No, don't. And then you won't have to waste your time watching By the way, it. somebody faxed in. I won't uh, waste your fax paper because you're getting some uh, hourlies sent to you. Oh, yeah. As we speak. But uh, Gone with the Wind, how could we not put Gone with the Wind Gone on? Gone with the Wind isn't on there? It is now. You must remember this. A kiss is just gone with the wind. By, well, I don't give a damn, frankly, but that's got to be on there. Sure. Well, what kind of a list is this, anyway? Weak. Well, when I, you know, we did it the first time wrong. Let's do it right this time. So, and then on Monday, know, we can do it for real. Because, you know what they say in uh, Louisiana, fool me once and uh, shame on Ray Nagin. Fool me twice, shame on Mary Landro. Can't get fooled again. You know, that clip there at the end of Fahrenheit 9-11, where he's making that speech... And when he stops, like, in the middle of it, because he's trying to, like, figure out how it really goes, you know. we got an old saying in Texas. I'm sure it's in Tennessee, too. Uh, fool me once. Uh, shame fool on. Me, shame. Fool me. You can't get fooled again. That's uh, and, and, but there's a long, long, deliberate pause there. And his eyes are, like, rolling around like a pinball machine. Uh, can't get fooled again. A heel, a heel. Yeah. I mean, this man is so dumb and dangerous, man. It's the old double D routine. He is uh, dumb and dangerous. And some of you people out there are still defending it, although 39% and approval rating from hell. Uh-oh. Well, oh, these are hourlies? How the hell did we get these? Well, I told you that clearance was right on top of it, isn't it? Well, what, what does this mean? What are these for? What, what, what do this I mean? I don't know. I didn't oh, look at them. I just stuck them to the machine. Sure, I'm not going to give them to you. 5 to 7 a.m. This is Men 2554. All right, sports fans. All right. Let's get into these numbers again. Hot 105, 8.9. Hot 105, my ass. IOD 66. This is in the uh, what day part? 5:07 in the morning when uh, Rock Solid that on. I mean him. Radio Amor 63 XDJ EDR. What the hell are we? This is for the whole book. I, I take it. The uh, fall book. Is this correct? Yeah. Yes. Uh, QAM is like number 85 with a 2.8. That's uh, Orlando Big. Oh. Wow. I wouldn't put him in there two to four. Not with a number like that. I mean, he's great. I and Z, 2-7. What did IOD have? A 6-6. Six, six. Yeah, what did I say? The hurricane, man. Waxy, right. a 1-6. So he spanks a man. Don't blame it on a big O. Orlando smacks Waxy between 5 and 7. Smacks Wax? He smacks Waxy. Oh, look at all these numbers coming in now. This is fun. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, 7 to 10 a.m. That's the Humper. The Humper against Joe Rose. Dun, 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 dun. WXDJ, your mama. No chance. Your mamacita, man. No chance. XDJ, get out of here. That's no speaking of race of music or whatever the hell they play. 7.5 share in midday. 10, uh, oh, that's in morning, 7 to 10. Now, we got 10 to 2 on here. Look at that. We didn't make it. We're number 3. So we get the, the very minor spoils. Aren't you depressed? I'm bummed. Boy, I, was, I had that all planned out. I was going like, to get my roof all fixed up. By two-tenths of a point, we're number three behind the CMQ-FM. There's that ethnic thing. Yeah? And, of course, IOD 7.5 with their Wilma. They should only rot. 7 to 10 in the morning. Let's see. IOD of 5.2. They're number five behind XDJ. Rhea Big, Radio Amor, Hot. All the ethnics, man. All the ethnics all the time. And right after IOD is CMQ, EDR. Where the hell is uh, us? Yeah, Waxy, 2.5. QAM, 2.5. Dead flat-footed tie. Well, how come we got two full in the uh, thing there the other day? Must have been rounding, a rounding thing. Are they rounding it? Oh, that's right. That's 6 to 10 a.m. 
So Joe Rose and the Humper are like uh, <laughs> even Sweden, man. Put them up against each other face-to-face right to the wall. That is outstanding. Midday, like I said, 10 to 2, 7.5 for IOD. CMQ FM 5.8. We got a 5.6. We're third. We're number three, damn it. We're disgusted by it. Damn it. EDR, 5.2, 1194.5.2. Well, at least we got a little something-something, though, anyway, right? Yeah, the minor the intros. Uh, afternoons, 2 to 4. IOD, 8.5. Wow, wow, wow. That's, of course, uh, Rush and uh, Rush Jr. How did Mo do in here? INZ, 3.7. That's uh, Scare America that was simulcasting IOD during the hurricane. Uh, where the hell's Waxy? Where's uh, Waxy at 2.3? QAM a 2.0. Oh. oh, Mo. Mo's got to go. Oh, 2.0, my ass. Ooh, man. That is really... On, on the heels of what we had, we had a 5.6, and he's got a 2. Point. Talk about not keeping the lead in, man. Talk about really just uh, blowing chunks. We'll get to the rest of that momentarily, won't we? Or not. And then we'll read the whole list of those names on the movie list, and then by that time we'll be done, right? about a point five. Twelve thirteen at QAM. Happy New Year from our friends at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. 2005 was a great year, and thousands of new customers took advantage of the Neal deal and bought their great new Ford at Armstrong Ford. Why do people shop there? It's easy, because Armstrong Ford guarantees you a great price, great service after the sale, and that personal touch that comes from a local family-owned dealership. Pick up the phone now and call General Manager David Rich at 305-247-5112. And don't forget, like I've been telling you for a very, very long time, nobody else dreams about doing this for you. When you buy your new Ford at Armstrong Ford or Homestead, you also get their exclusive tires and batteries for life program. That's absolutely correct. When you buy at Armstrong Ford, you get free tires and batteries for the life of your car. Could save you thousands of dollars right there. David Rich and his staff will guarantee you won't find a better price any place in town. And being locally owned and operated, you know they're going to treat you great, just like family, because they want to make you a lifelong customer. No bait and switch. No playing potchking around with your keys, your credit cards. No phony sales. So start off the new year right with a new Ford from our good friend David Rich and his staff at Armstrong Ford of Homestead, and you'll find them at 30725 South Dixie Highway, just 20 EC minutes south of the 836. Check them on the web, ArmstrongCars.com. Drive a few miles extra to save thousands at Armstrong. Ford of Homestead. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Three. Damn it. W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. Let it be a little baby. Will he advance on hard right-wing stance? Absolutely. Will he ignore all the bushes while the taps? Yes. Will he comply with citizens spying? Uh-huh. And will he end all of women's rights? Yes. And will he overturn abortion judgments? Uh-huh. Will he laugh? Those strip searched kids. Absolutely. And if we get high or a little drunk, will he make us rot in jail for life? Should we like a little baby? Oh my god. Liberals say he's been saying Bush will stand by him forever But will he take my 
19 at 560. I just got a bulletin here. Rita Crosby show. They're going to drop that business about the guy that disappeared on the cruise ship. The rest of January, they're going to be centering in on lost kittens and the puppies. I think it's an important issue. Yes. You know, here we are, like, losing all of our rights. we got this Nazi that's going to be on the Supreme Court. Roe v. Wade's going to be history. I mean, they're, like, opening your mail, reading your emails, uh, sticking her nose deep into your... Rectum. And everything else into your bedroom and uh, into your earlobe. And uh, what are we worried about? Some jackass that uh, disappeared on his honeymoon on a cruise ship and some chicken aruba that got uh, chopped up in the seafood, shark food. You know, these hourlies are very muy interesante, you know what? Whatever that means. Did you see them? No, I didn't. And I'll tell you one thing, you talk about a bogus month, December, just toss it. Like, we're supposed to believe that, like, uh, let's see, men 25-54 for a whole week, that from November to December, well, I guess I guess as the fortunes of the Dolphins uh, came and waned, that's how we're supposed to believe that the ticket, uh, a 0.7 in November and a 3-4 in December. They never had a 3-4 in their lives. They had a 2-4 in October, which even that was uh, marginal. Men 25-54, they went from a .7 to a 3.4. Does anybody believe that? No. Of course, when there's only like 18 diaries come back, and 15 of them are like uh, an ethnic, and the other three are like uh, trailer trash, who are listening to uh, Across the Street, as opposed to Kiss. And I got news for you, Joe Bell ain't too happy about that, I'm sure, either. They sure needed a kiss, and they didn't get it. Ever need a kiss and didn't get it? Anyway, here's the hourlies. The morning. Morning. Okay. 5 to 6 a.m. And I don't have the hourlies for Waxy, though. That would have been kind of interesting. Josh, I mean Clarence. Sorry, Josh. That was a real shot comparing you to him. Uh, I don't have the hourlies for uh, them, but I'm sure they'll be coming over any second. This is pretty interesting crap now, finally. Now that we have a real program director. When did Clarence leave? QAM, 5 to 6 in the morning, and men 2554, our target demographic. I want you to write these down on your arm, just like in Memento, okay? Who's Lenny? Leonard. Isn't that his name, Leonard? Right. And the other guy's name was. Oh, damn. See, you can never remember that either. Jack or... Uh, no, I think it was uh, Henry Gibson. No, you know the guy that he was... No, no, uh, he, he, was that Lenny? No, his name was Lenny. Right, that's what Lenny. I thought. Guy Pierce. Well, who right. was the other guy? That was... Uh, that was uh, Joe <laughs> Man, this is bad. Was, uh, just relax. Timmy. Johnny. You know what you ought to Billy. do? Just Google Memento and then you can look up the characters. 5 to 6 a.m., the Big O has got a 3.2. Rock solid. Go, not bad. And 6 to 7 a.m., a 2.6. Of course, what's he on against? Who they go? Oh, a Defoe. Oh, we got to get the waxy hourlies. You know what? Come on now. Let's go, Clarence. Let's get the waxy hour by hour. I'm shocked that we got the bad news today. This is, he did this just to spoil our weekend. So instead of sneaking in number two, we wound up number three. Teddy. Teddy. That's it. Very good. Teddy. Was Teddy Beer? So there's Orlando's numbers. Now, it's 7 o'clock from a 2-6. The hopper drops to a 2-2, which he'd look lovely in one of those Hawaiian skirts. But a 2-2, I don't think so. Not for a macho sports guy like the hopper. A 2-2. Oh, my goodness. 8 to 9 a.m. is the strongest hour. And, then, of course, it's thanks to Ira. So, Clarence, as usual, you're full of crap. A 2-9. Still very weak. 9 to 10 a.m., dropping back down once Ira leaves back to a 2-4. What's Ira on? Um, like 8.30 to 9? Josh? Yeah, something like that. Well, what do you mean something like that? You're not glued to the Ira Windbag show? Pretty sure. Apparently, that's the big number. I told you. I told you, man. Don't mess with that Ira. He's a squeaky kind of basketball guy. Nine to ten to two four three. Uh, oh. Then at ten o'clock we got a five two. At eleven o'clock we got a six three. 
12 o'clock, 4-9, and at 1 o'clock, back up to a 6-1. I'll tell you one thing. Those four hours right there are enough for us to get the whole bonus on. You know what I'm saying? You'd think. Yeah. Or at least number two bonus. Sneak us up a couple of notches there. Two-tenths of a point. Right. Uh, 2 to 3 o'clock. Oh. Oh. Huh? We got a 6.1 share in men from 1 to 2 o'clock. Our fourth hour every day in the 1 to 2 hour. Okay. That's against Rush and against uh, Scare America. Al Franken. Don't forget Al Franken came on 22 <laughs> That's minutes ago. very popular show. We go from a 6-1 at 1. At 2 o'clock, the Molemeister had a 2-3, a disaster. Absolutely. And at 3 o'clock, this number is more like across the street kind of number. A 1.6. Oh, my God. How do you like that? <laughs> Holy moly, oh. man. See, when you alienate the entire audience, that's what's happening. Even if they're listening, they won't put you down. That's a hard I mean, number. we tried. We extended the uh, hand of friendship. We extended the olio oliva, all the stuff. And he still wouldn't uh, bite. The only, thing he, the only thing he bit on was all that uh, stolen pizza. Oh, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> then at uh, 4 o'clock, Mad Dog goes from a 1.6, bouncing way up there to a 5.1. Aren't you impressed by that? All the time. And then at 5 o'clock, a 4-4. So that 1-6, oh, that, that's what made the LeBastard and Mad Dog thing a lot closer than it ought to be because that, uh, you think that he killed us in the 10-3 to 3 thing. The 3-7 to uh, seven hour was just, just decimated the 3-7 to seven segment. And here you were well, blaming the Spicks. What? And here you were blaming the Spicks. No, that, 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 this, this, <laughs> look, let me tell you again. Look at Radio Suave, okay? No, I know. You're so damn defensive. I, I told you, foes and foes, baby. That's what this book was all about. And if you can't see I'm that, then, you're, then you need some serious assistance. Start eating a lot of carrots. It's good for your vision. Yeah, but it turns your skin on. Start taking some vitamin A. Would you let me finish this without all your damn uh, no. Julio crap? Go eat some fried beans. Go eat some mushy crap. Oh, sorry, wrong Julio. 4 o'clock, 5.1, 5 o'clock, 4.4, 4, 6 o'clock, and of course he's not on that much in 6 because we got the pregame and the postgame. we got that Panther droppings. Oh, 3.6. Speaking of the Panthers, by the way, because that's uh, primarily what we got on at night when uh, they're playing. Nice job, Gildy. 7 o'clock, a 1.4. 8 o'clock, a 1.3. 9 o'clock, a 1.8. Eddie K comes on and zooms up to a 3.1. A 5.7 at 11 o'clock. Nice going, Eddie. Good Jewish boy. Midnight, we got a 3-7, and 1 o'clock in the morning, 3-6. So we are absolutely rock solid. Except for uh, a few hours. <laughs> oh, Neil and the Mad Dog, baby. And the rest of it, we need a little help. Yeah? Now, if we had Hank on where he belongs between, like, you know, in the afternoon, and Greg is running around giving you a seminar on uh, the book and arbitrage, you, uh, you broke it, baby. We had it made in the shade. He, even the Momeister wasn't hurting us too bad. Five to eight in the morning there. We had Joe Rose, eight to ten. And we had Mad Dog, two to four, and a Humper, four to seven. We were kicking big. That was a year ago. Was that last spring or spring before? I don't know. Was by, huh? Spring before, right? Okay, if you say so. Well, this, this has been a whole year of this now, this uh, deal. The Humper in the morning. Humper in the morning and have a big smile all day. But uh, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, almost two years ago, in the spring, we had that whole lineup going. We were we owned the market, baby. We owned it. Not that this book really means all that much, because like I said, it's hurricane crap, and there are like about 16 diaries that got sent back, and we shouldn't pay for it. But nevertheless, that's what we got to live with. And we missed out on that number two bonus. Uh, of course, George, his whole life is dancing before it. I mean, that's going to cost you thousands and thousands. Deeper into debt, right? And Josh Cordes there. Right? Forget about that. He ain't going to be able to buy you that nice new TV now that he was going to buy for you, George. I wasn't holding my breath anyway. Oh. Or is it supposed to be the other yeah, way around? Yeah, it's the other way around. Oh, like yeah. I said. Well, you know something? If George wouldn't have lost those $80,000 about missing right. out on that number two by just two-tenths of a point, that is really, uh, that's shaky. I'd have had that TV. That is so shaken bakey. 
27, remember Dr. Dr. Michael DeBakey? He was all heart. Who? I, you know something? I'm incoherent just from, from this whole experience. 27 past noon at QAM. I'll tell you one thing. You've got to be incoherent to buy your shoes any place besides Brandy's and Pompano Beach because they've got an unbeatable combination to take good care of your feet and to make you look like a mensch, too, even you ladies. Uh, can lady be a mensch? I don't know. We don't have any listing anyway. Aren't For comfort, fit, and value, you buy your shoes at Brandy's Shoes, and believe me, it's absolutely, positively unbeatable all the way around. They got all the top brands: Rockport, Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, SAS, New Balance. They got sales holes, professional shoe fitters who will make damn sure you get a perfect fit and unbeatable price every time. Including Arnie. Ask for Arnie; he'll make sure you get exactly what you'll be looking for in the shoes too. And Brandy's even specializes in wide widths as well. So Brandy's is well worth your trip from just about any place in South Florida. For comfort, style, fit, value, and selection, always think Brandy's Shoes, and you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach, still going as strong as ever. Brandy's is open daily till 9, every Sunday till 5, and this is the week to shop Brandy's Shoes for great values on Rockport and Floorsheim. Take 10 to $20 off specially marked Rockport and Floorsheim shoes this week, only this week, and only at Brandy's Shoes in Pompano Beach. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh, Alonzo, you're so big. And now, speaking for God, with the almighty Pat Robertson. Arnold Schwarzenegger crashed his motorcycle the other day because God is tired of all of those degenerate homosexuals in the state of California. God has been furious ever since Arnold broached his way to power. So our Lord simply waved his almighty hand and sent the broke-back governor and his son of that liberal wife that bore him straight back to the gutter from which they came. I truly believe that God will forgive Arnold's steroid-tainted soul the moment the governor implements the plan the Lord and I devised to smoke every last homosexual through a combination of violence, assassinations, this has been Speaking for God with the Almighty Pat Roberts. Hey, let's take him out for lunch. Uh, you know what you got to do before you allow Clarence to leave that building, since I assume he's the one that brought these numbers to you? That is correct. Uh, before you allow him to leave, in fact, I'd stand in front of his, uh, in the office door there with an Uzi and don't let him uh, cross the uh, threshold of the door. This is all very interesting, but he didn't give me the waxy hourlies, and he didn't give me the monthly QAM numbers, you know? He's so obsessed with the other sports nerd station, you know what I mean? We'll, uh, we'll work on that. No, no, I don't want to work on it. I want it now. I want the QAM monthlies now, and I want the hourlies from waxy now so we can compare. You know what I'm saying? Put them side by each. All right. And I think they're going to be embarrassed because I think in December they probably kicked our ass, at least the sports segments, kicked our ass. And if I'm over there selling, you know what I say? I, I can make the case for them right now. And the reason I'm doing this is to kind of like put our people on their toes a little bit. Because November is where they fell off the earth. They can say, hey, we were growing in October, and then November we fell off the map. They had like, they basically barely, it was like they were off the air, which they were part of November when the hurricane, remember? Right. So in November, like uh, in the midday, they had a point three, and then December they went to a 3.5. In November, they had a uh, 2 to 4, a point five. In November, uh, December, 2.6. See what I'm saying? What are you in saying? In a four to seven in November, a one point, oh, almost off the end. In a four nine in December. That's why we don't have the QM hourlies, the uh, monthlies, because it would be too embarrassing. Come on, Clarence, let's go. Let's see it right now. Let's see the bad news. See, he didn't have any problem giving me the uh, ten to two number on there to make sure we knew we were not number two or number three, and we lost thousands and thousands and th probably enough money to build a new house. But no. 
Do I have the stuff that I need? The hourlies from Waxy? You don't want to give that to me, okay? Because it's it, too... Imp huh? You don't have the uh, that monthly trendy thing? It should be Not for us. Only for Waxy. Only for Waxy. Because oh, that's the, the magnificent page. sports obsession. Sports! It's on the same sports. page. I beg your pardon? It's on the same page. It is not. Oh, it is on the same page. Like I said, is he doing a job or what? Okay. Well, let's see. What, what do we got here? 6 a.m. to midnight. Well, I tell you, they beat us. They cleaned our clock. Because we didn't take that big of a hit in November. We had dropped off a little bit in November, but because we did such a fabulous job keeping people abreast of the hurricane and stuff going on. Uh, let's see. They had a .7 in November. We had a 2.5. But in December, we had a 3.2. They had a 3.4 overall. Men 25.54. Nice going, Joel Feinberg, you idiot. You loser. You're still an idiot. In uh, 5 to 7 a.m., look at that. In November, they had a .4. Then December, a 3.3. And we had a 2.4 to a 3.3. 3.3. Defoe and uh, the big oh, deadlock. Rock solid. They are even Steven, baby. Nose to nose. Ass to ass with Jennifer Conley. They only wish. Let's see. What else have we got? Well, where's the rest of them? Oh, 10 to 2? Well, in December, we had a 6-8. And across the street, they went from a point three to a 3-5. So, like, we're about double the audience. But still, 3-5, you believe it? Dolphins. Do we believe it? Whatever. And see, they didn't just say, oh, look at they were all We were growing and growing, going up to that November thing here with the hurricane. And so throw that month out. And then look at what we're doing. But in the meantime, we got a 6-8 in December, baby, after just a 3-1 in November because of the hurricane. So if you take out our November month, I think we made number one. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. And, but we still don't have the hourlies for Waxy, so we can give you a song to dance about. It's on another page. It's, I don't have it, period. We want it now. He's uh, working on that. Not four weeks from Sookie. Yeah, I bet he is. That's what I heard. A lot. Especially since the book came out. And look at this. 2 to 4 p.m. Thank God the old coot is gone, man. Holy moly, was he killing us. Waxy in December, they went from a .5 in November to a 2.6, which is uh, no great deal. And now, isn't that the, when's the kid on? Who, when's he on? I don't is know. he on? Huh? Josh, is he on with uh, the juice or is he on like, or the boog is on in there, right? Yeah, the booster's on. The booster and the bastard. Well, they're on back to back. I've been hearing a lot of things about them. Uh, December of 2.6, and we had, oh, in November we had a 1.1, and there's something to be said for consistency. Absolutely. In December, a 1.1 share. On this radio station, following our 6.8, and this man gets a 1.1, so why don't they pay him to go away? Just go away, okay? What do you say? Absolutely. Okay, Just goodbye. Good golly, Miss Molly. One more. Put over the edge. And that must be my fault, Hank's fault, Mad Dog's fault. Must be uh, everybody. Must be uh, Curtis's fault. That's right. If we just have promoted him a little mo. Now, let's see. 4 to 7 p.m. I told you. Da, 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 da. Waxy from a 1 point oh. in November to a 4-9 in December. And that's because your people, like Danny LaBastard, he said, the Cubans won the World exactly. Series. Uh, not, uh, not the Marlins, the Cubans. It was Cubans. Emmy Schaefer agrees, by the way. 4-9 to a 2-6. Holy Toledo, man, as Rick Weaver would say. Holy Toledo. So we're okay. We're li How are we doing? We still live? Yeah. We're fine. <laughs> On this Ten show, to man. two. Oh, boy. We're going to lose that big. We did fine in October. In November was the hurricane. We had a 7-4 in October, a 6-8 in December. We're kicking some big bloody ass, okay? We got dragged down by the hurricane. And where's those hourlies from Waxy so I can finish that and quit reading all these stupid, boring numbers here? Then, when I'm finished with this, I'll read the list of all the movies on the thing. It'll be time to go home. Boy, if anybody knows how to butcher four hours, man, this old bastard sure knows how to do it. This old queen. You fairy! 
WQAM, hello. QAM. Who's in there? Doesn't sound too promising. I, I, I don't know. You can always tell before they even yeah. say anything, you know what? Always. By the way, they're like twisting the cord and uh, the sound of their... Wreck them. Yeah. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Signal Wireless Line. The best movie of all time. we got about 45,000 feet to choose from, and uh, I'm sure there must be one or two others. And if not, too bad. I'm just killing a little uh, time here until I get that. I'm sure it must be coming over the mach machine right now, isn't it? No. Nope. You didn't bring it in yet? No. Nope. How long? Who did Moe to bring the numbers in here? Was it Duff or was it Clarence? Huh? Who did Moe? Well, I'm going to tell you, the Moe man, he just... A 2-3 and a 1-6, and in December, a 1.1 share with no hair. Well, that's kind of like uh, spare and bear, isn't it? Yeah, an embarrassment. Rhymes with pear and other fruits. You fairy. That is really lame. So uh, you went out like in a blaze of uh, disgrace and just leave us alone. Isn't that our message to the Momeister? Okay. But, of course, we'll make sure that his memory lives on. This and is Rectum Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Time. Hey, it's Howard. Howard David. Welcome back to the Mo Howard David Show, where we're chock full of zany but good, clean family fun. <laughs> I'm here, and you're there. <laughs> I can tie the phrase, huh? You know that pipe-smoking thing's rape is funny? Is that funny, huh? What? 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 Since when is gang rape funny? What do you require of me? I require you drop your pants. Oh, now, see here. Right now. Oh, I want no pants. Drop them for you. You like it? Hey, get your hands out. Get out of there. Get up and submit. That's what you do. Don't touch my delicates. I'm tender. Everybody want to rape me. Why? Because we think it's funny. That's why. Don't put it there. Get your ass out of that sink. I gotta wash these H pots off my head. What are you, some kind of fairy? What do you know about being queer, you moron? I've been right enough to know the difference. We're supposed to be talking about sports here. This is sports radio over here. We love men. From this point on, I demand. They get paid by the Dodoy. Yeah. Now, we're going to make something out of this crate paper, you understand? No. Then maybe later I'll pull the link sausages out of my pants, okay? <laughs> no. Okay. It's a joke, you moron. Oh, oh no. There's lotions in my pants. Hello, Warden. How can I help you? Well, you see, Warden, yes. I keep getting raped. I'll look into it right away. Thanks, Warden. It's about time, somebody. But now drop your pad. Huh? I said drop your pad. The essence of Mo Candle gives you something to do while you're watching golf. Like this, pouring the uh, hot liquid in your eye. Uh, like this. Ah, now look what you made me do. God, keep your pants on. Now, then why? You want to watch my show? You'll do as you're told. Now, get over here. Yeah, that's right. Now, come here. Now, get over there. Come here. Now, come here. Right there. Over here. Stole the pizza? No, I did not steal no pizza. Stole the pizza? Now, see here. I ain't no pie burglar. Stole the pizza? I did not steal the pizza. You only had one slice. Put your head close to the glass door. See if anybody's inside. No. Closer. Closer. A little closer. Like this. Like this. Like this. 
boy. Oh, you're a tough guy, huh? Why, I ought to... Now, see here. All right, all right, you supplicant. Step aside. I'm the new Pope, see? I stand before you now. Let me bless you, my son. Under the door. Under the door. Under the door. Well, perhaps you'll garner much under my tutelage. I don't like the looks of that tutelage. I don't want your tutelage over me. They'll never fight me. Of course it's more important that I outlive you. Why, I'll have you know. Can I go home now? Oh, I'm sure. Watch out for Mr. Whipple. Forget about it. That's what I say. And kiss my ass. I'm sure they'd like to. 1248. Boy, he sure went out with a, a big uh, fizzle, isn't he? With a bang, yeah. Well, you know, Fat Boys uh, emailed me some crap. Like the pregame show on Sunday, at least Fat Boy includes the IOD numbers on here along with the Waxy and QM, which, to be very honest with you, we don't give a flying crap about Waxy on this uh, show. Clarence doesn't understand that. Although I still can't get the Waxy hourlies. Is he working on it? Or is it I mean, how, how long is that going to take? How many hours? About 30, man. Take? Huh? I don't know. Huh? As many as it takes, I'm sure. Boy. So Fat Boy points out that the uh, pregame, the real pregame show, we kicked their ass. From 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Sundays, QAM had a uh, four share and Waxy a 2.5 and IOD a 2.2. But nevertheless, and then a bunch of other useless stuff that nobody cares about. Well, nobody cares about these either except uh, us and the other people in the business, all 43 of them. 5670560, oh, where are those Waxy hourly numbers? Man, that would be a real hoot to go down this list an hour by hour, huh? And compare. Wouldn't that be fair? It would be. To the man with no hair? WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil, how are you, sir? Pretty good, Pally. All right. I wanted to add uh, something to your poll. Yes. I wanted to show, too, and uh, had a comment for you. Share some with you that I already shared with George. George, I apologize for repeating myself. Uh, Top Gun, by the way. For Top the poll. Gun? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Hey, Tommy, and, uh, you fair. Okay. <laughs> and um, the other thing is, my son, naturally, you know, as they have uh, 100 days off the of school year, Mm-hmm. He spent many times me listening to your show. Right. So listening to the different mobits, the other day, or a few days ago, he decides to move me with his uh, bottom and walk around saying, da-doy, 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 da-doy. And then I told him, I said, listen, no one should pay for radio because it should be free. And it's all for me. <laughs> oh, get some therapy. Get some help for this family, huh? Oh, wow. He choked up. Talk about impressional. See, that's what we need is about uh, 20 million guys like that, 20 million families like that. We don't expect the women to come uh, to our help and admit they listen to the show and mark it down because they just won't do it on this station. They hate this radio station. The ladies. How are you doing with the ladies? We're not, Joe. Sorry, we're not doing it. Now, is he going to come in there with that thing or are you going to go have, to have to go in there and beat him up? Uh, I guess I'll have to find a messenger. What do you mean by that? To messenger him. Where is he? I don't know. I thought you said he was working on this. That's what he said when he walked out of the room here. Uh, yeah, you know, bada-beep, bada-boop, bada-bop. Come on, cough up the waxy hourlies, baby. <laughs> cough them up. Maybe Fat Boy will email them to me because I can depend on him a hell of a lot better than I can on uh, your program director, your boss, as you call him. Boy, you are such a wuss, your hey, boss. Isn't he? Get out of here. Uh, your uh, bell is your uh, boss. Uh, He's just a flunky. He's just a, huh? 
Isn't he our supervisor, our immediate supervisor? A supervisor, my ass. God <laughs> I'll almighty. Get, I'll get the goggles. He couldn't supervise a frog to fart. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, I'm in the middle of my lunch. Can you call me back? <laughs> WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? All right. Oh, I was wondering about that poll that, that you were going to do the other day about the cars, cars that they don't make anymore. I mean, I sure missed the Model T. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You missed Mr. T. I think you guys were doing it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line. You think he was doing Mr. T? WQAM, hello, probably in the T room. QAM, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Brazil. I don't know if anyone told you that's a Monty Python uh, spoof against uh, management and engineering. Brazil, it's, it's on our list. Uh, you got to see it though. There's some great scenes in there. You're gonna love it. Okay. It's great. And, uh, I feel like it's uh, better than train spotting. I'm not picking those no. tea room scenes, you know? No, no, no. It's, it's great. I mean, just imagine Monty Python stuffing uh, management and engineering. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And then uh, why isn't Mrs. Doubtfire on that list? You, you're serious? <laughs> no. Get out of here. Mrs. How about Patch Adams? Yeah. What's that movie with uh, Robin Williams and Matt Damon? I'm, I'm not saying we ought to put it on there. What's the name of that movie? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill oh, Hunting. One. Never saw it. You never saw Goodwill Hunting? No. Don't. I won't. Absolutely don't. It's it's Matt Damon palling around with Ben Affleck again, and they're palling around and probably it's doing not, a few other things too. It's not that bad. It's not a eh. bad movie. No, I wouldn't say it's bad. It's probably one of Robin Williams' better flicks. Yeah. Did they catch the uh, bad guy in the end? Saying much. Did they what? Did they catch the bad guy in the end? <laughs> <laughs> they caught something in the end, but Rectum. that's another story. Or maybe that was Mr. T. I'm sorry. Anyway, I, I still got this one sheet of paper. I can't, I can't compare it to nothing. Boy, we must have really kicked their ass because they got all zeros. Is he not doing it? Uh, no, by the way, what? he said that he uh, he might not be able to do that because Duff's not here right now. Um, so because he... Duff's not here right now? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That right there is the greatest indictment of our programming department in the history of the human race. Even Abe Link Cohen is upset about that. Because it's... Duff's not here. It's up to High Boy now, then. Well, let me, I got an email here. Let's see if it's from Fat Boy again. No, it's from uh, some phony ad. Oh, jeez. Come on, Fat Boy. It's up to you, baby. Those waxy hourlies. I don't see why the hell not. Why you shouldn't be able to do it? you got the uh, QAM hourlies. Why, why should that make it? I think he's just uh, funning us. I think yeah. he's just stonewalling. No, he doesn't want to give us those numbers because if I put it on here, it's going to be embarrassing. There are going to be hours in there where we got our ass kicked. And I think that's why, look, if you're going to, when you go to the doctor, you don't want him to, like, point to all the parts of your body that are healthy, right? You want him to find right. the uh, the tumor. It's a tumor. It's not a tumor. No, it is a tumor. And I'm seeing, well, we got one big tumor out of there already. Wow. Two, three, and a one, six. I, I just, I don't know. We we could have we could have just played the fart sounds for those two hours. It got bigger numbers than that. We could have just gone do, 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 like that do, 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 for two do, do, hours do, do, every day and threw in an occasional do, 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 one of those. It got bigger numbers than that. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. No. I don't think we're going to get this stuff. And Fat Boy, he's got his own. Uh, he, he's worried about the, the real pregame show. We don't care about the real pregame show, the phony pregame show, the Dolphin games, the Panther games. We care about radio, which most of the people, unfortunately, in the building know nothing about. Thank God we got a general mangler now to know something about radio. Like Mo says in that one bit there. Oh, boy, we got a, a general manager who knows something about radio, as opposed to just ball games. 
Because I got news for you. Look at this ball game, and it's really an ugly picture. And again, like I said, throw the whole thing out, but it sure is fun talking about it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it feels good time. Huh? Now, if you just read that list a couple times. Yeah, then we'll be done. I'll get to it. WQAM, hello. Any on the radio? No. 5670560, oh, the answer is still no, and don't waste your time. Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, what's going on? All right. What's the, have you heard what Tom Cruise did about uh, the South Park cartoon being played in uh, England? No. Okay. You know, he has a production deal with uh, Paramount, and Paramount is the distributor of uh, South Park uh, mm-hmm. for, for Great Britain. And he actually is preventing a episode of South Park being played in Britain. The, the one, one where he's in the, the closet. The one that yeah. George is uh, making, bringing a copy of and sending it's me? It's on its way. Oh, it's on the way. It's, it's on the way? It's on the way to me, not to uh, England. Okay. But he actually was able to prevent that actual cartoon. That hey, Tommy! Episode. You fairy! Who the hell is he kidding, huh? It's, it, I mean, what is going on? Yeah. Well, you know what's going on. He took a, took a message from the George Bush uh, censorship book. Absolutely unbelievable. And, I, and, here's another, and another thing about just sticking with the seas, uh, the Cubans. I was down in Dade County. I'm, I'm positive that it's not part of the United States. I'm getting. Yeah, we know that. It's got its own foreign policy. It's the only county in America with its own foreign policy, so how could it be? Neil, I'm getting gas, okay, at a gas yeah. station. Not one. I had a guy come up to me and screaming in Spanish. Yeah. He's selling an Well, don't go down there again, pal. That's my suggestion. Don't go to Dade County. Don't make the mistake. 1256 at, at five. Is Fat Boy sending? Is uh, Clarence sending? Am I just spinning my wheels over here? Yes. <laughs> how do you know? Maybe Fat Boy's on it right now. Let's see. No, nothing. Oh, if he was on it, you'd feel it. Oh, I, I thought I felt the earth shake under my uh, thing. Okay. Study says most college students lack skills, and after the break, I might just read that, but I doubt it. Too many numbers this to read. Is Neil Rogers. Rogers. This is Neil Rogers. Hatch Adams, baby. Number one with a bullet. you can't refuse. It's the Neil Rogers one to two hour. It was just fine, wasn't it? It was, but I guess not. Anyway, they're on their way in case you didn't know. Oh, that. we're I fine. Him. I got him. Who's this from, Clarence? Yeah, he figured it out, he said. I told you he'd figure it out. Get your finger out of there, Clarence. Listen, before he goes out of the room, sniff his finger and see where it's been. Okay, here's, here, here's what we got. 
And, and I realize the audience doesn't care about this, but you know something that we do. I mean, excuse us for a living, but it's just uh, this is our living. This is the life we have chosen, man. And quite frankly, uh, we're pretty sorry about it. Uh, in his very bogus book, and again, if it was great, we'd say, man, these people at Arbitron really know their crap. That's but right. in this case, well, they're always way off. Even when they give us a big kiss, you know, once in a while. A kiss like on the lips like Fredo got from Michael. Kiss it out. Let's see. Uh, 5 to 6 a.m. Waxy, they got a point nine in Orlando, the big oh. 3-2. See, I tell you, he's great. I'd stick him on there 2 to 4 along with Curtis. I'm just joking. Uh, and those Julios, man, they like him. 2-6. At six, I don't want to go down the whole day, do I? But anyway, he beats him in 2-6-1-9. Then Hank comes on and gets a 2-2, and Joe Rose has a 2-6. 8 o'clock. It's a flat, even tie, thanks to Hank and Ira. 2-9 apiece. Thank God for Ira. Then at uh, 9 o'clock, Hank pummels him. 2-4 to a 1-8. Is that a pummeling or what? Then we got a 5-2, they got a 2-2 at 10. We got a 6-3, they got a 2-7. We got a 4-9, they got a 2-7. We got a 6-1, they got a 1-6. Wait a minute, am I on the right hour? Whatever it is. Oh, no, I'm sorry, at 1 o'clock they got a point seven. What's the point? Man, pretty weak. Uh, and then what about 2-4? to four? Oh, no. 2 o'clock, Mo had a 2-3, they got a 1-8. But at 3 o'clock, Mo had a 1-6, they got a 2-8. That's Danny LaBastard, boy. I'm telling you, your people sure love that Danny LaBastard. Man. Then Mad Dog 5-1, they got a 3-2. Uh, 4-4 to a 3-3. Three, three. Three, yeah, Boog, Boog is until 4, uh, mister. Boog is until 4? Yeah. Oh, like so I said, they should have that like Boog, He yeah. kicked Mo's ass in the second hour. Not in the first hour, though. Mo still had a little slop over from us, and then by 3 o'clock, they couldn't handle no Mo. They couldn't handle it. And then after that, it's caca. Uh, Eddie K, though, kicks ass once we get those Panther games off here. So thanks very much, Clarence. So IOD, on the other hand, thanks to uh, the Hurricanes. I don't mean the, uh, the uh, football team. Look at their numbers, man. Thanks to Wilma. See, and when we were at, uh, in uh, 1992, we were at IOD during Hurricane Andrew, and I think we had even bigger numbers because mm -hmm. then back in that day, we actually had a news department. That is correct. And uh, keep in mind, also, INZ got a goose, even though... See, again, Clarence still thinks in terms of waxy, waxy, waxy. We, we don't care about waxy on this show. Screw waxy, screw Joe Feinberg, screw all of those that go him over there, okay? Who cares? Except Joe Rose, we like him a lot. And Booster's okay, too, in the baseball games, but sucks as a talk host. Rock and roll talk, everybody, at rock and roll sports talk. Anyway, IOD, look at these numbers all through the day. 7663503636363975 at 1 o'clock they got a 9 point. Oh, oh man. 9475. All these huge big smelly numbers they got. Why? Look at that midnight they got a 12.0 share at midnight. Why? And at 1 o'clock in the morning they got a 21.3 share in men 1 o'clock in the morning. 21.3. Wow. That's that, like the W Snooze days. That's like going back to that. Except some of these people might be under the age of 100. Holy moly, rat man. So there you go. There's a whole bunch of numbers. Can anybody make any sense out of them? No. But it killed some fabulous time. How was it for you? Oh, it was uh, medium. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show, shall we? Let's get back to Elaine Cho. should play a sounder or something. Okay. <laughs> Nearing a diploma, most college students cannot handle many complex but common tasks, from understanding credit card offers to comparing the cost per ounce of food. In other words, they're <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Those are the sobering findings of a study on literacy of college campuses, the first to target the skills of students as they approach the start of their careers. They are dumber than dirt, man. What was it? What, what's the thing that's supposed to be stronger than dirt? 
Is that Tide, Cheer? Okay. Stronger than Dirt. Huh? Old old ad campaign. Don't remember it. Oh. More than, what about Winston? Weinstein tastes good like a... Uh, I remember Cuban Brill Shun. Cream, just a dabble do you. Yeah, that's good. Brill Cream, a little dabble do you. More than 50% of students at four-year schools and more than 75% of two-year colleges lack the skills to perform complex literacy tasks. They are ill-literate and ill-prepared for life. I knew that. I'm getting ill just thinking about it. I'm ill. Be illin'? I be illin'. Now, is there, is there anything in that, that thing that we can't do? No. <laughs> oh, no. There's not? No, this is good. Clean. It's I clean. Like, it would look clean. Clean. Oh, he said looking. Okay. Anyway, getting back to this, I think that ties right in. Mm-hmm. That means they, these are college students. They could not interpret a table about exercise and blood pressure, understand the arguments of newspaper editorials, compare credit card offers with different interest rates and annual fees, or summarize results of a survey about parental involvement in school. All right. of these, All of these things. things. The results cut across three types of literacy, analyzing news stories and other prose, understanding documents and having math skills needed for checkbooks or restaurant tips. Oh, well, what kind of a tip are you going to leave? About 30, man. About 30 percent, 30 cent. It's kind of disturbing that a lot of folks are graduating with a degree and they're not going to be able to do those things at Stephanie Baldi. Remember Senior Baldi? In, uh, that was in, uh, what was the movie? I don't know. The Fag movie. Come on, with a Frenchman. Sorry. The- well, that they remade. La Cajafol. La Cajafol. Oh, oh. Senior Baldi. Or is it Monsieur Baldi? Whatever. The studies director at the American Institute for Research, a behavioral and social science research organization. Most students at community colleges and four-year schools showed immediate skills, meaning they could perform moderately challenging tasks, like one and one is dose, and I got a dose of this, and I'm going to the doctor. A dose I'm going to emergency. Examples include identifying a location on a map, calculating the cost of ordering office supplies or office supplies, or consulting a reference guide to figure out which foods contain a particular vitamin. Mm -hmm. There was brighter news, though. Duh. They know where to stick it. Overall, the average literacy of college students is significantly higher than that of adults across the nation. Study leaders said it was encouraging but not surprising, given the spectrum of adults that includes those with much less education. Also compared with all adults with similar levels of education, college students had superior skills in searching and using information in text and documents, like finding online porn. Right. But do they do well enough for a highly educated population? For a knowledge-based economy, the answer is absolutely no. no. Said Joni Finney, Vice President of the National Center for Public Policy and Higher Education, an independent nonpartisan group. This sends a message, like Joey Zaza, that we should be monitoring this as a nation, and we don't do it, Finney said. States have no idea about the knowledge and skills of their college graduates. The survey examined college university students during the end of their degree programs. The students did worse on matters involving math. Oh, boy. Almost 20% of students pursuing four-year degrees had only basic quantitative skills. For example, the students couldn't estimate if their car had enough gas to get to the service station. Oh, oh no. <laughs> About 30% About 30, man. of two-year students had only basic math skills. Baldy and Finney said the survey should be used as a tool. 
They hope state leaders, educators, university trustees will examine the rigor of courses required of all students. What do you require? The survey showed a strong... In fact, they're probably about on the same IQ level when them clowns up there in the woods in Aintree. What do you require? The survey showed a strong relationship between analytic coursework and literacy. Students in two- and four-year school scored higher when they took classes that challenged them to apply theories to practical problems or weigh competing arguments. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, boy, this is very sad. The Dumbing of America. Was that a book that I was going to write? Right after I want to write, about, write a book about Greg Reed and how he uh, destroyed QA. I'm telling you, man. Start taking notes. So there you go. All those numbers were kind of like, I don't know, like a fly opener. I don't know what to make of them. Other than, of course, the whole book. No, is not a lot anyway. right, yeah. Huh? The, the events. All I will say is, did we on this show, we are rock solid. Take out that bogus uh, November run. And didn't we already give the disclaimer about November? Nobody had any power. Nobody right. had any uh, diaries at the end. They had no mail. Uh, huh? No, nothing. In fact, quite to be quite frankly, as Del Frank would say, uh, it wasn't really all that much of a disaster compared to what like across the street. They might as well shut that thing down altogether. I mean, what all do they know about the hurricane, huh? What kind of useful information were they given? None. And we worked our we worked it into a sweat, into a frantic sweat to pass along useful information. Where are you going to get your ice? Where are you going to get your food? Where are you going to get your gas? Where are you going to get laid? Where are you got all these things, right? Right. Right. Or there's Carl Rove, like I said, where are you going to get screwed? Okay, here's what we got. What's the best movie of all time? We got 1396. I guarantee our goal is 1400 for the, during the show. And this is the poll for the whole weekend. So by the time we get our ass in there on Monday morning, if they let us come back, we're going to have like a, if we don't have 2,000 votes on there by the time this poll finishes, I'm going to be just crestfallen. Remember that show, Falcon Crestfallen? No. Your buddy was in there, Lorenzo Lamas, baby. Yeah, Boy, I don't care what you say. Once upon a time in America, he sure looked good. Good God. Man. So he is an idiot. Yeah. Anybody care about that? Can't ask. No, not me. Okay. Best movie of all time, The Godfather. What was the movie that he was in with the snakes, Lorenzo Lama? It's a snake handler, snake eater. Is that, was that it? I don't know, one of those snakes. Well, for a guy that doesn't like him, you sure know his uh, filmography pretty good. They're all in all of, all the time. The Godfather, 265. There anybody, nobody close to The Godfather. Casablanca, 65, Star Wars, 50. I'm only doing the ones double digits. Godfather, part two, uh, 48. Cuckoo's Nest, 47. Lord of the Rings, all of these things, 40. Jaws, 36. Come on. Caddyshack, 35. Fahrenheit, 9-11, 35. I always think of those in the same category. Sure. Don't you? Very similar. Blazing Saddles, 34. Dr. Strangelover, How I Learned to uh, Stop Worrying in Love with a Bamba, 33. Love La Bamba. Isn't that the Richie Valens story? Yeah. What was the Richie Valens story? It was called La Bamba. I heard it was the La Bamba. Uh, Animal House, 26. Monty Python and Holy Grail, 25. Apocalypse Now, 22. Apocalypse Then. Goodfellas, 22. Pulp Fiction, 21. It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. Eh. Uh, crap, 18. Bravehearts, uh, 16. That's Mel Gibson. Oh. Clockwork Orange, 16. Network, still only 15. You know, Josh is right. That movie blows. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia, 14. Airplane, 14. Why isn't that much higher? Because they don't got no sense of humor. My God, that movie should be like right up there, just, I would say, near the Godfather. It, it ought to be. They're having a sale at Pennies. To Kill a Mockingbird, 13. Young Frankenstein, 12. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, 12. Citizen Kane, 12. The Exorcist, 11. Friday, 11. Usual Suspects, 11. Chinatown, 11. And Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, 10. Those are the double-digit ones. Got it? Boy, I, I tell you it. one thing. We set a record. I did set a record today. Never had so many numbers on this show in one day. And, of course, we're all looking for good numbers. I am. 14, I'll bet. 14 after 1 at 560 WQAM. If you want to see the most amazing fireworks stunt show ever, 
Then make your plans now to go to Pompano Park next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, January 28th, to see the unbelievable show called Hot to Trot. Australian trainer and driver Vince Silvestro and his amazing horse Hand Me Silver race around the dark track, shooting off more than 2,000 rounds of fireworks from the back of their race bike. Even though you never shot out that much from your back side. Silvestro will drive the horse while standing on the shafts of his race bike, holding the reins in his teeth and 15,000 candle power marine flares in his hands. Then there will be a spectacular infield display after the show. You have to see this hot to trot show to believe it. And again, it's a week from tomorrow, next Saturday, January 28th at Pompano Park, 9 p.m. Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking for you every day. We got the slots coming soon, too, baby. Live harness racing in the poker room open every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker gets underway at noon, like today. It's going on right now. They're plunging their guts out. And live racing gets underway nightly at 7.25 p.m., including tonight and tomorrow. And don't forget, every Monday night, there's two for $25 dinner special at the Top of the Park restaurant. Every Wednesday is dollar night for draft beer, soda, hot dogs, and more. And every day, seven days a week, the best in simulcasting from all across North America, even from Woodbine, Fett. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the new race schedule, 954-972-2000 or on the Wicked Web, pompanopark.com. This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> this is 560 QAM. No WQM, Curtis Stevenson and Troy Stratford, man, a marriage made in purgatory, 2 to 4 this afternoon. Mad Dog at Hooters in the Pines, stop by and uh, we'll have a hoot from 4 to 7. And the B7 at 10 tonight, Eddie K at 10 o'clock. Eddie K did fine in this book, even as screwed up as it was, especially if you take out that November disaster, the hurricane. Right. Uh, Mad Dog did fine. We did a, a very fine. And, uh, and the Big O didn't do uh, too bad. Now, let's see. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular. Oh, and I just uh, got a fax from inside the building. You know the name of Greg's new consult- consulting firm? I give up. Humpty Dumpty Consultants. All right. He'll break any uh, day part you choose to little pieces, then you figure out how to put it back together again. He's got a lot of practice at doing that. Nice going, Greg. You idiot. You silly person. Let's put Stern on again. What do you say? In fact, I'll, I'll tell you, well, for a very minimal price, I think if they pay the bill, I don't, they're not paying the direct TV to it, but if they pay the bill on the serious thing, we could take one of those receivers and just hold it up to the microphone. That's a good idea. 
And we'll simulcast Howard in the morning. What do you say? Look at it with a headphone, spend Jack. 15 bucks a month for Sirius? What, what do you think? I think it's a and great then idea. We, then we can take Duff again out of sales, or at least in the morning before he goes out and starts, puts the tie on, and he can get back there on the 20 dump buttons again. Attention, men. <laughs> now, what was, what was that thing about, uh, oh, I don't know where the hell to find it. That sound he was making on the, uh, you know what I'm talking about. No. Yeah, when he was uh, when he was bleeping. Oh. What the hell was that thing called? That was oh, just sensational. Bit. Huh? I know, I don't know. Well, we can't find it. No idea. No, I can't, no, can't find it. it. Sorry. Don't go the whole day without playing that Dan Rather bit. Oh, yeah. That's that's the good one. That's important. It's coming up. I can't last soon, as a matter of fact. I need just that fresh in my head. Okay? Just relax. Just calm down. For the right price, uh, we can have whatever you want. I don't see any calls on there, though. I think I drove away with all his numbers. Oh, boy. Here's our phone numbers, if there's any interest. Is there anybody left? No. Drove away with all his boring numbers. Waxy had this, and we had that. They don't care about that, but you know something? I think it gives them a little inside. They like the inside edge, you know? Makes them think they know something. Oh, did you hear that? Uh, uh, Mo had, like, yeah, stuff like that. E- even I am shocked. Even I, an old goat like me, is shocked at the, 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 the depths that he plumbed to. You know what I'm saying? Just we amazing. Uh, we're ready for that. No, that was shocking. Five six seven oh five sixty. My last uh, thing for, you. and then what I'm going to do is I'll read the whole list of the movies, and it'll be two o'clock. What do you think? I like it. And pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. And of course, when we get to a situation, a juncture like this, you know that whatever we do get on there, you know exactly what it's going to be, right? Do we already know ahead of time? We've got a pretty good idea. Yeah, WQAM, hello. What's up, Neil? Is Sentence of the Lambs on your list? What is it? Silence of the Lambs. How can I forget that? Excellent. Yeah, I know, right? Thank you. It puts the lotion in the basket. There you go. How stupid can we be, for crying out loud? Every time you turn around, we're playing one of those... It puts the lotion in the basket. Or if it's... Right. Right, there you go. Or at the very least... Put the f***ing lotion in the basket. Right, thank God there's a good bleep in that. Like that, right? Right. Silence of the Lambs. How how can we forget that? Well, there's like only 80 trillion movies, we could have, and if I wouldn't have been rambling on with those stupid numbers, we'd probably have most of them on the poll. But then that would be no fun because we couldn't do it again next week. WQAM, hello. QAM? Neil. Yes, ma'am. A lady! Oh, oh must be a mistake. Wrong number. Yes. Listen, can I change the sub- subject real quick? Sure. I, was, I know that I've been following you throughout the years, and you've been doing the Atkins and stuff. On and off, and now there's the South Beach and all that. Which which one do you prefer the best? Which one do I prefer the best? Well, I can't do Balance for Life because I'm not there, so I can't get the sack. We don't have it here. Atkins. Atkins makes the most sense to you? Yes, especially if you're diabetic. Right. Well, I'm not, but I, I've been reading up on all the different ones, and they kind of... Uh, you know, they tell you low fat, don't eat eggs, but then I can, you could eat the eggs, you could eat the fat. Right. But with the South Beach, at least you can introduce some of the complex carbohydrates. So the South Beach diet is just a promotion for all that guy's friends with restaurants in South Beach. Have you got the book? I got the book in the other room. I never, I never saw such a, a heavy-duty uh, promotional. Even uh, Kenny Lay can't believe it. Even Jack Abramoff is shocked by it. Now that you guys have, that you have such a big listening audience, I have one more question. Yeah. When I, when I did the Atkins 10 years ago and 15 years ago when it was real popular, I broke out into some type of rash once I got into ketosis. Yeah. And I was wondering if there's anyone else out well, don't, there. Don't, don't forget about the ketosis thing. Don't take it to that degree. That's a problem. Don't, don't, don't do that. 
Don't you know, do that. Do it by osmosis, not ketosis. Osmosis. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Neil. Good luck, sweetheart. I know it's a tough battle. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying over here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I guess it's, it's the consistency that matters. There you go. Just stick with it, or we'll or we're get stuck. Good luck. All right, bye. Look at that. The Dow is down 148 points. Holy moly, Ratman. Does anybody care? No. Don't be buying that stuff. Don't touch it. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. By the way, the Beast has lost six pounds on balance for life. He weighs 480. Yes, sir. Hey. Yeah. Am I on the radio? And it sounds just like you or your identical twin brother, yes. Yeah, hey, I just want to say Dean's gay. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dean, you're gay. Okay. Did you know that? No, I do now. Is that James Dean? Well, we knew that. Jimmy Dean. Cracked up that nice sports car of his. Now, what was it? Was it a vet or a Porsche? Uh, I don't know. Oh, who the hell knows? He, you talk about much to do about nothing, about hype. Wait, you're not eating again, are you? I'm eating still. Jesus Christ Almighty, no wonder they're like been well, periods of time where like you, it sounded like you blacked out there. That Maybe that's when I was reading those numbers. A munchkin for earlier. Yeah, that's what I heard. And this you and Matty uh, Bell. The pizza from Tony's. Gotta, uh, I ought to start, a, I ought to go on American Idol, the munchkins. And you know what the deal is with this pizza? Yeah. It's all for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, imagine all the free pizza we'll have now. They won't get uh, burglarized. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. <laughs> This is Dan Rather, former CBS Evening News anchorman, and now a punchline. My former network's inability to find a suitable replacement for me demonstrates my true genius and complete and total domination as an Amier talking head. But let us speak about some of the names who have been mentioned to replace me. First, Bob Schieffer. Nice enough man, but please, he's got less hair than Madonna's armpits. And everyone knows you can't conduct the train if you use Rogaine. Another name that has been bandied about is John Roberts, who currently anchors the Sunday CBS Evening News. There's a reason he's been on Sundays for so long. Plus, he's Canadian. And everyone knows when the camera light goes red, it can't be a hosehead. Then there's Scott Pelley from 60 Minutes. He was the guy who helped me make up the story about President Bush, I think. Plus, he's skinnier than Kelly Ripper. And everyone knows you have to have a meaty can if you want to be the man. And let's go from the ridiculous to the sublime. The front runner to succeed me seems to be current Today Show co-anchor Katie Couric. When I first heard her name in the same sentence as mine, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. This person thinks real news is announcing the individual weight of each of J-Lo's butt cheeks. Plus, her head's too small, her eyes are too close together, and she reeks of Jean Tay. When charged with the awesome task of replacing an icon, it's important to remember, you can't. You can only hope to find someone who isn't bald, Canadian, skinny, or so completely self-centered she thinks her name should be part of the Pledge of Allegiance. For now, this is Dan Rather signing off and reminding you a whistle is to blow, a gong is to bang, and Katie Couric has about as much to offer the world as a frog with pins in its extremities laying on a high school lab table. This is Dan Rather. Well, there you go. Are you happy now? Good. We are. Got some big news for you. Okay. Not that either one of you are going to care about this, but a lot of our people will care. Hey, a lot of our people out there will care because it's about Cuba. Cuba. 
Miguel will care big time. In fact, he's probably going to do cartwheels. When he leaves today, he'll be he'll be doing cartwheels in the hallway. Him and uh, the thing out there at the desk. You know the thing? What thing is that? Cuba will be allowed to play in the World Baseball Classic after all. All right. All right. The Bush administration issued a license today allowing the Cubans to participate in the 16-team tournament. See here, if you want to get on a plane and go to Cuba, you know what you do? You go to the airport. Get on a plane, and you know where you go? I don't know, Cuba. Bahamas? No. You fly direct to Cuba. You want a Cuban cigar, you know where you go? The drugstore? There you go. Cigar store, drugstore, hundreds of places, and you buy them. And you smoke them. Smoke them if you got them. Baseball's first application was denied in December by the Treasury Department's Office of Foreign Assets Control, but the Commissioner's Office and the Players Association reapplied after Cuba said it would donate any profits it receives to victims of <coughs> Hurricane Katrina. The President wanted to see it resolved in a positive way, Scott McClellan said, one of the great liars of all time. Our concerns were centered on making sure that no money was going to go to the Castro regime and that the World Baseball Classic would not be misused by the regime for spying. We believe the concerns have been addressed. Now we just got to put a stamp on it for 39 cents, by the way. U.S. laws aimed at punishing Fidel Castro's communist government prohibit certain commercial transactions with Cuba, generally attempting to deny money. Working closely with World Baseball Classic, Inc., and the State Department, we were able to reach a licensable agreement that upholds both the legal scope and the spirit of the sanctions, Treasury spokeswoman Molly Miller-Wise said. The agreement ensures that no funding will make its way into the hands of the Castro regime. The Treasury is pleased to now be able to issue this license and looks forward to seeing all the teams showcase their talents on the international stage. Initial reaction to Friday's decision among Cuban fans was positive. All right, they were saying. All magnificent, all right. tremendous, exclaimed Osvaldo Herrera, who was standing on a street corner in Havana with three other sport lovers discussing Cuban baseball. The tournament, the first in which the world's top players will participate on national teams, runs from March 3rd to the 20th. And a partridge in a pear tree. Any interest? No. Hmm? There are Cubans in Group B, by the way, with Panama, Puerto Rico, the Netherlands. Oh, my God. Can you imagine what they're going to be smoking? Holy moly. And yeah. the Washington Post shut down one of its blogs yesterday after the newspaper's ombudsman raised the ire of readers by writing that lobbyist Jack Abramoff gave money to the Democrats as well as to the Republicans. At the center of a congressional bribery investigation, Abramoff gave money to Republicans while he had his clients donate to both parties, though mostly to Republicans. Mostly to Republicans. In her Sunday column, Ombudsman Deborah Howell wrote that Abramoff had made substantial campaign contributions to both major parties, prompting a wave of nasty reader postings on post.blog. See, Lasseter's got the right idea. Put your blog on there, but do not take any like input, output. Just, just uh, you know, say your thing. See what I'm saying? Right. It's, like, it's like taking calls think? on a talk show. Right. Who would do that? There were so many personal attacks that the newspaper staff couldn't keep the board clean. There was some pretty filthy stuff, and so the Post shut down comments on the blog or weblog, said Jim Brady, executive director of WashingtonPost.com. We're not giving up the concept of having a healthy public public dialogue with our readers, but this experience shows that we need to think more carefully about how we'd be doing it, Brady wrote on the newspaper's website. Remember on our website when we had that chat oh, room? Oh, yeah. Oh, Never boy. forget there are things that we said we would not allow, including personal attacks and the use of profanity and hate speech. Well, guess what? Surprise! That's what happens when you open it up to the masses out there. Just look at any chat room on the Internet, whether it's a sex chat room, whether it's a uh, whatever the hell it is. What do you mean, whether it's a uh, sex well, chat like room? Well, like I said, whether it's it a sex chat room, it'll be a sex chat room. <laughs> oh, whatever else it might be. I can't think of anything at the moment. Anyway, let, let's take one quick peek, because this poll is impossible to, like, uh, manage, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Really, uh, thank God he called in about Silence of the Lambs. Wouldn't that have been embarrassing? 
Yeah, it would have. 1,437 votes were our aim is for how many? What did I say? 3,000? 3,000. Get out of here. You're crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Our goal is for 1,500 by uh, Monday morning. Just like somebody used to say, our goal is 300,000 for our charity. <laughs> I don't want to mention no names, Sam, but oh, yeah, that was really a, really a hoot and a holler. That's what we were. Well, I mean, the Greg Reed story, I could write a book about that. Like that night that we went on here, December 30th, eight years ago. That day, that morning, whatever the hell it was, and the night before, there was a, there was poor, uh, what's his name, George uh, Corso, mm -hmm. working his skinny little ass off, trying to paste together a bunch of uh, paste and uh, whatever the hell they were, pieces of equipment that came in cartons, all disassembled from Philadelphia, from some other Beasley station. And there's Greg and his family hopping on a plane and hightailing off to Chicago. When the going gets tough, Greg Reed gets going. Make no mistake about it. Although I like that Humpty Dumpty Consultants. I think it's got a good ring to it. Right? Yeah. I know they're going to fix on. your problems piecemeal. WQAM, hello. The Spick's got our diaries. What? WQAM, hello. QAM. That was Joel Feinberg, by the way. Who are you kidding, Joel? Just wait till January, man. You're going to fall off the face of the earth. QAM, hello. Hello. Can I speak to Neil, please? Speaking. Neil. Speaking. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, how yes. about from here to eternity? It's not on there with Frank Sinatra. That was the movie that uh, with uh, the horse's head in the picture. It's on. Is it on there? Okay, he's he's uh, having a little trouble. Is it on there or not? I don't think so. Is it? I don't think so. We haven't mentioned it. From here to a, from here over here to eternity, or over there. I really like. I don't think it's on there at all. That was the uh, movie with uh, Burt Lancaster, right? And Frank Sinatra. That was the role that uh, supposedly a Martino got in the Horsehead movie in The Godfather. Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, fifty-six. 54? Huh? William Holden was in that, too. I think he was still holding it. Didn't you look it up? No, we're just putting it on there. Oh, I see. I thought maybe when you said Ernest Borgnine, I assumed you Googled it. Did you actually no, see yeah, him here in Eternity? Sure. Wow. Yeah. And like I said, there was Tommy Dorsey was the band leader. The, you know, I ain't no band leader. Hey, I heard that story. That was the band leader, and they made him an offer he couldn't refuse, and then Sinatra, this is a movie deal he got. Uh, they didn't want no part of him for that rule, and that's what resurrected his entire career from here to eternity. Frank Sinatra. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Mr. Mafiosi. There's a guy. Could he sing or what? No. Huh? Oh, you know, it'd be really uh, sad to go the entire day without taking one of Josh's favorites. WQAM, not lying. Hello. Hey, Neil, it's uh, Ken from Etobicoke. I'm uh, oh, the King. Ken from and here I was insulting you, thinking you're one of our South Florida cranks, Ken. How's it going, eh? Uh, that's okay. I'm down uh, vacationing in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, how sad. Yeah. Sunny, so, uh, and 50, sunny and 52 in Toronto today, eh? Yeah, I like your weather forecast. I've been following mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Can I talk about the uh, wireless uh, hot spots in uh, Fort Lauderdale? The wireless hot spots? Yeah, I brought my uh, computer down. Yeah. So I could uh, get on your... Uh, your uh, Thing. Yeah, your thing. <laughs> and uh, all along Los Olas, uh, it's all free. You just uh, turn on your computer, sit in your car in the park, and you can uh, get on. Well, how about that? Anyway. Probably that's all you're going to find to do anyway there, so it's, uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I just got off the water taxi sitting in the New River now. Excellent. Well, let's anyway. Go. i got two pieces of bad news for you, Ken. When, when are you coming back? I voted liberal before I left. Oh, well, good luck to you, because I just looked at the star during this last break. Must be psychic, and the conservatives are ten points ahead. These people oh, here are okay. going to be in for a sorry time. So the yeah. conservatives got to win a sweeping victory on Monday, and then number two, the Leafs suck. But other than that, have a great trip, Ken. See you. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Well, he knows both of those things.
Yeah, they like, uh, I don't understand why the liberals here aren't running a campaign saying if you like George W. Bush, you'll love Stephen Harper. But then again, they're stupid, and they got Paul Martin, who's like a real prune face, you know, prune faced old uh, Dodo Bird. And they're going to like all the reactionary, repressive things that are going on here, you know? I mean, if Americans can lose all their freedoms, why are Canadians, eh? Right. Misery loves company. The oh, oh, the man who shot Pope Paul the John Tooth is back in custody five days after his release. What's the that all about? In the month oh, that's just the, that's just the uh, the old film of him shooting the Pope. Well, that that's because he already you know this guy that they let out, he already mm -hmm. killed some other guy. This guy's a slime ball. Yeah. Turkish appeals court ordered uh, Agca to uh, Agca, whatever his name is, to serve more time. Good. He is a low life slime ball. That's what the Holy Father said. Then the Holy Father went over there and they counseled. I wonder what they were doing in there in those, behind those closed doors. You know. A conferencing, huh? conferring. Because the Pope came out with a big smile on his... Uh... This is Neil Rogers. Let them. This is 560 QAM. Hey there, you bastard. <laughs> Mr. Lecter, save me a piece. I'm disappointed you passed on Clary's. Still eating people right after you kill them. Not even leaving behind a tiny crumb. Lecter, finger licking. He claims that people taste just like chicken. If you see edible on the streets, better honor you are dead. the lotion in the basket. I'll bet. 12 minutes till 2. Curtis and Troy coming up at 2 o'clock. Troy, of course, supposed to be out selling and servicing those accounts, but he's not. But anyway, uh, Cadence Records, the Cordettes, and Mr. Sandman before you were born. Yeah. Before either one of you was an idea. And whose orchestra was uh, doing the uh, music? Tommy Dorsey. Archie, Archie Blyer. Who? Chicken Eckle, no. Archie Blyer. Cadence Records, the Cordettes. Boy, what a memory I got. And the song by the Cordettes. I think, I think Chicken Act sent it to me. I can't find it. Born to be with you by the Cordettes. I love that song. Remember the Cordettes? No. No, and I don't have them in here either. And they also did uh, Please Don't Leave Me, which was a Fats Domino song, which I hated. That was on Dot Records, as a matter of fact. What's Dot? Maybe it was an Indian tune. Do anybody have any idea what I'm talking about? What are you no, talking about? See, that's what I like. That's exactly what my life is all about now. I'm so old that I talk about things that nobody remembers except me and Chicken Neck. In fact, you know something that would probably save a lot of juice? I'd just call him on the phone and do the show over the phone. Hello, <laughs> uh, collect. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular. When I said Marty Perino from Syracuse, New York, that, that disturbed me a lot. That's like all that harness racing stuff. You, you, you have to have a lobotomy, man. I think when you get to be about 63, that's the perfect age for them to open it up. Just like they did with that Kennedy chick. Remember that? Right. Now, which one was that? Was that not Rosemary? Was that her name? How the hell is it I know? 
The Kennedy uh, sister that was like uh, retarded, and so they had a lobotomy. Oh, that one. And, and they butchered uh, it up, and she was like, uh, like uh, step away from Terry Shiva. Shoot! I've got to two. work that thermostat. I beg your pardon? I'm working the He's working the thermostat. Wow, what are you talking about? You just had to get up, change the temperature. I'm spitzing well, in it's here. It's 10 to 2. Why the hell do you have to change oh, the temperature at 10 to 2? another minute. Why? Is it too hot or too cold? Yeah, it's too hot. It's boiling over I'm there? I'm having hot flashes, you know. Well, that's probably because of those numbers. There's probably a lot of people sweating in that place. Like I said, it's a bogus book. Uh, you know, in fact, I'll tell you what. Just to make you feel better. To show you that we deserve that number two bonus and probably number one. If you take out who did mow, let's see, where the hell is it? Ten to two? If you take out that awful... Um, uh, November, that 3-1. Although, I'll tell you, 3-1 mm-hmm. is, uh, compared to anything else that was going on other, other than IOD, we uh, did ourselves proud. 1-9 in the morning in that month. And what did the afternoon do? Uh, Mo had a, a one, oh, 1-1. One, one. He's consistent. And a 2-5. But anyway, uh, if you take that out of there, out of the equation, and you add, like, um, October and December together. Mm-hmm. Carry the 1. 7-4 and a 6-8. Carry the 1 and add 15 points. 14. We got a 7-1. What the hell's wrong with that? That ain't chopped liver. And when the next trend comes out, we're going to be dropping off a big month and keeping that bad November. So, but February come, February be coming, man. We're going to kick some big, fat, smelly. Rectum. That's it. I we're going to it. kick it new style, not old style. We're kicking it new style. We're bringing a whole bunch of young punks in here to work all these twenty-year-old jocks, twenty-year-old tacos. Hey, we're going to do rock and roll talk, okay? Hey, let's do rock and roll sport like Brother Booster does. Good guy, but boy, and him and Danny love bastard. What do you think that's all about? Hmm? I don't know. You think there's something going on here? They travel together a lot. Anyway, here's the deal. The best movie of all time. Now, I gave you the top ones. Godfather, Casablanca, Star Wars, Godfather Part 2. How about some of the ones that don't have any yet? All right. Make you feel guilty. Well, Barry on Lyndon's one. got one. Remember Barry Lyndon Johnson? No. Well, there's so many that have none. That's, I, I think mean, I what's saw the it, point? but I don't remember 1,452 it. votes. I mean, wasn't the Ryan O'Neill in that, Barry Lyndon? Sure. No? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Ryan O'Neill from Love Story. All about it. With, well, what's Ali McGraw? Is she dead or what? I don't know. I don't think so. Ali McGraw. Come on, Muhammad you saw Ali. a love story. Ray Milland was in there, too. Don't you like Ray Milland? Sure, just fine. Which I always say he was the invisible man, but, but I don't think he was. That was Claude Compared to Eternity, has none. Leon, the professional. Oh, Top Gun don't have any. Just, uh, American History X has none. Boogie Nights has none. Memento has none. The Poseidon Adventure's got none. What are you people doing over there? Cape Fear, the original one with the great Robert Mitchum, the drunk, had none. Oh, boy. You people have got a lot of work to do between now and Monday morning. Hop on it. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. But I do believe that sucked ass. Do 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 do